Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right. Here it is. Monday, the 11th day of December. Sorry, I'm getting situated. 2023, thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That's Nikki D. That is me. And there's Nelson. Good morning. And there's Kyle on the other side of the glass. He kind of pops in here like a ninja. Uh, your phone number, 916-909-0985. Use that to get in on the text machine. Uh, listen to the BS on social media. Give us a like, share, follow anytime you want for the podcast on the Odyssey app. Or thebaileyshow.com. Tickets to see Sammy Hagar. He'll have uh, Michael Anthony, Joe Satriani, and Jason Bottom with him, and special guest Lover Boy. Uh, Big which, lineup. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool, huh? Uh, so we'll have those tickets closer to 8 o'clock. Uh, by the way, they'll be at the Toyota Amphitheater August 16th. We'll do a couple opportunities for the Disturbed Flyaway. This is the final week getting you registered for the trip to Nashville, Tennessee to, to see the guys uh, actually two different nights. But uh, because we missed Friday, be the uh, because the BS saves Christmas, you'll have two opportunities this morning. So you'll be listening for Mr. David Draymond, and he's going to give his patented hi And when you hear that, it'll tell you you're going to be caller eighteen and nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. You get yourself a ninety eight rock prize pack automatically right out of the gates, and then get you registered uh, for the flyaway. And then on Friday, we're going to pick a winner. So all of our winners are right here in our audience, right here in Sacramento, in or around. And uh, on Friday, we will find out before the end of the show, before we go on vacation, uh, who's going to get the flyaway to Nashville, Tennessee, which is really, really cool. Yes, it is. <clears throat> I don't know. Like something, this, you know, this is, it always happens in this business. You, 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 one day you're out of the studio and everything changes. Mm-hmm. Some, it's like somebody comes in and messes with huh. everything can't get his microphone situated. No. Right. Yeah, I came in this morning. I was like, something's kind of weird, and I didn't think much of it. And now something's really, really weird. But you can't say anything around here because they have this like yeah, weird communal, right. everything is mine, mine is yours uh-huh. type of mentality, um, which I don't agree with at all. And oh. so this is like, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be able to do the show. It doesn't look right. It do- right? It doesn't look right it, from it, over it, here. It, it's, it's, one of those, it's like one of those geometric angles that I can't figure out. It's not the free form kind of move around type of deal. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's a certain. <laughs> What'd you say? You don't like it? I don't like it. <laughs> no, it's well, making me uncomfortable. And it's not even my microphone. I know. I'll have to. We'll, we'll have to put our heads together and try uh-huh. to figure, figure it out and break. But this is a real pain in the ass. It, it, it goes like one way and then this way, and you have to find that certain angle to uh-huh. it. I just can't find the angle. And it's driving me insane. You're struggling for sure. I'm really awkward. I'm kind of leaning to my left right here. So. Hopefully, we'll be able to get to the next four hours. Um, we'll do a big thank you, thank you for Friday a little bit later on in the show, but just kind of quickly, especially if you're not around uh, for when we do the big thank you. Man, I got to tell you, uh, Friday's event was over and beyond what I ever thought uh, it would have been, to be to be honest with you. I mean, 
the expectations um, well and over and beyond. Yes, very mm. much so. I just, I didn't, I don't think, well, I know no one saw it coming. But right. I, I don't I, even know. I, well, I was optimistic. I just don't think I was that optimistic. You always get really nervous when we're getting ready to do events. So you're like, oh, come on, come on. I'm like, it's going to be fine. It always is. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> it was fine. And you are right. But it was really, really fine. Oh, yes. right. You know, and, and how I was explaining it to people afterwards that asked me about the event is, you know, I've, I've done this for a minute and I've done events like this for a minute. And, and, and you know, so I, I know what it's like to have a successful event. Now, with that being said, I know what it's like to have a not successful event. Mm-hmm. I've done both of them. I've, I've sat in nightclubs with four people in front of me and the owner yelling at me because I don't have a line. And then I've sat in front of 200,000 people before the microphone. So, you know, I've done both sides of it. I felt both sides of it. I do know when you start a new radio show, I've done that a few times as well. And I've had success in places and some places I've not not had success. Uh, So, you know, we're new to Sacramento for those that are new to us right now. And we're about eight, nine months into the market. When you have an event like this, this early into a city, you lower your expectations. Sure. You know, you, you, you know, like why would people want to come out and see you? Why, you know, why are they believing that you're standing behind the charity lost, but not forgotten? Uh, Why is it a big deal to take time out of my morning on a Friday to drive to Roseville to four score coffee house when I've got to get to work? I've got to take the kids to school. I want to sleep in today's my day off. I mean, there's a million different things. So for a radio show, especially as new as we are, to be able to get you out to our event like like we did on Friday is amazing. I mean, really amazing to you. So thank you. I mean, you have no idea how much this means to me. I was explaining it to people that this is an event for a radio show that's been in a market for five to ten years. Yes, this is not a ra- this is not an event from a radio show that's been in a market for eight months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the feedback that we got on the show and with the event and everything, it was just it was, it was very positive. It was literally the perfect four hours, one of the most perfect four hours that I've ever experienced. I, I mean, would agree with that as well. Like normally when we're having live events, we're trying to go on out and pulling people here and there. But for this event, there was so many people constantly coming through the doors that we never didn't have somebody to talk to, to you know, get their feedback from the whatever. Like it was, it was amazing. Yeah. And, and, and to talk about expectations, uh, and this isn't a shot to anybody, but like the, the radio station brought out a box. Mm-hmm. Ah, I mean, right. uh, it was a large box, but it was a box, a ah, box, a box, a box. And that was the expectation. And I think that is very kind of profound and poetic, mm-hmm. right? That that was the expectations for us. Mm-hmm. You know, and we I, had already started filling the box before we even got there. Right. Try, let, let, let it be known, in case you haven't figured this out, I like being the underdog. <laughs> and I like being the outcast. I've always been the redheaded stepchild everywhere I've worked. I like it. I like the challenge. Uh, I don't need to be well-liked by everyone. I don't need to have support from everyone. I like to prove people wrong. And, and that's not what this was about, but the expectations were a box. And the box came out there and... To be honest with you, I was hoping that we could fill the box. You know, before the event started, I was like, I hope we can fill this box. Mm-hmm. We ended up filling six truckloads. 
Yeah, it was a lot of stuff. A whole room was full. So crazy. Of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, especially from uh, the, the lady and the two gentlemen that came out from the real um, the, the estate sale uh, company. Yes. I mean, they brought out like 12 bus uh, plastic tubs of stuff. They just kept coming and coming and coming. And I was like, oh, my God. They had four bikes. <laughs> you know, we had four bikes that came in. I mean, we yeah, because our, our guy came in, did a donation. He went back out and bought two more bikes. <laughs> Not enough came bikes. He, could, he just couldn't give enough. Yeah. Did, did he come back one time? He came back like three times. Like once like with a dog. Didn't he come back with a dog at one time? <laughs> no, that was the, the guy who actually worked there. I think he was a maintenance man. He came back with dogs. Oh, okay. It was the dude with the bikes. He he, he, he left and came back three times. He sat down with us on the air. We talked to him. <laughs> and he had donated like $100. Yep. You know, and then and then he and he brought stuff in too. He brought stuff initially. In. Then he hung out. Uh huh. And he was very very nice, very pleasant gentleman. And then you know we go about our business. <clears throat> a couple minutes later, and I think he changed every time too. <laughs> did he not? Did he change? No, he didn't change. <laughs> oh, I he thought he changed. He just took his work vest off. He came in with oh. the work vest on. He just took it off. Still an outfit change. Yeah, he still. <laughs> yeah, he, that's what I thought. He changed. He did. Uh-huh. Okay, let me put it this way. He didn't look like he did the first time. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he took his vest off. So I was like, I think this is the same guy. <laughs> and he was very adamant about, you know, that's just not enough. Right? Yeah. And he's like, I'm doing this. And I was like, well, that's very nice of you. Very sweet. Merry Christmas. God bless. And then we went about our business. Yep. And he comes, I was like, this guy's wearing something different again. Like, I, I think it's the same. He's Fake like, you mustache. know. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to get in disguise to give. <laughs> right, you right. So the giving. first time he had a vest, he took the vest off. He had on a Christmas sweater. Then when he came back the third time, he had on his BS shirt. <laughs> oh, because he got the BS shirt. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then he comes back in. He's rolling in like a couple bikes. He's like, these kids need bikes. I was like, yes, they do, sir. Because <laughs> you cannot give enough. I go, right. you, you've done more than enough, yes, sir. Please. You you're, that's Thank Fine. you. Yes. Just hang out. I swear, like at the end of the broadcast, I could have sworn I saw him at the end of the road with more bikes or something. <laughs> he probably had them. <laughs> he was waving the truck down before they drove off. I got more. Wait. I, I, got, I got more. Wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. I got more coming. Uh, but it was great. I mean, I, the, the, the time we spent with Zeke and, and his mother, Angie, and we got to surprise Zeke. And give him the PlayStation. and oh, Which is really cool. Nelson, did, I don't know if you ever got over it this weekend. I did. Nelson uh, had actually. me laughing so hard. Oh, my gosh. I, I heard him the first time he started crying. I realized you didn't, so I didn't bring a lot of attention to it. Thank but you. But the second time, oh, my gosh. I could not hold it in. <laughs> it was just so magical. It was, okay? <laughs> and I'm not going to go back to that spot in my head because I got to trudge forward here, but it was magical. It was magical. Magical radio magic. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I got a text from my mother, uh-huh. and she said the same thing. Good. Great minds think alike. <laughs> she, but she says she was watching the show on the Odyssey. <sighs> she was. I was watching the show on my phone. That's not helping my case. <laughs> sound like my mother. I was watching the show with your viewers, <laughs> <laughs> and she says. <laughs> the thing you did with the boy in the wheelchair was magical. Magical. See? <clears throat> Word said, of the day. I said, have you been talking to Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> I Facebooked her. She's like, uh, she'd believe you. Uh-huh. Yeah, even if you weren't Nelson. Well, she joined my multi-level marketing scheme, too. Yes, she would. <laughs> yes, absolutely, she would. So we'll do a big uh, rundown of the thanks and whatnot. Uh, we got a, a few, just a few people to thank in-house that came out uh, to support the event. And uh, we've got a lot of businesses and and what not to, to thank. And, um, yeah, it was good. It was really good. 
after Friday's show, I was like, cool. We're here. My, that was my, well, it was just cool. Mm-hmm. That was kind of my word of the weekend. <laughs> cool. Cool. It was cool. Oh. Uh, there's a new movie that has been out for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, and this might be the, the, the new trend or the new way to do things. To the best of my uh, knowledge, zero marketing, zero advertising. Oh. But there is a huge buzz on this movie based off of a storyline that's been around forever. Right. And I think it's because there's a cult-like fan base for this storyline, this concept of a movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely the main character. Right. 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 <laughs> it's not Dino Mike, by the way. Oh. No. N- not close, though. Uh, 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang on. Godzilla Minus One came out in theaters on December 1st. It has already surpassed its $15 million budget, which is way low. Especially for a monster movie like that. It's brought in $15.7 million in United States ticket sales alone. Rotten Tomatoes has given it a 97% score, 98% audience approval, and... To the best of my knowledge, zero marketing. I haven't seen like not a not a one. I read about it. Mm-hmm. I haven't th- seen a commercial on TV or anything. No. Yeah, like I think I read about it on like a news site. You know, like I haven't seen it anywhere. Well, and I have. There wasn't even like any kind of lead up. At least with the last Godzilla they put out, that you saw like little news. It was wasn't really pub- publicized, but there were just a couple of news stories because Brian Cranston was in it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. But yeah. I don't know of any uh, giant name actors that are in this. But they... I, I've seen all Asians. It's not in English either, so you have to read the subtitles. Oh, you won't watch it then? No, I will not. I know Bailey won't. I will not. It's the largest Japanese live-action movie in domestic box office history, so it's the mm-hmm. most money they've ever made on our side of the, the ocean. So the the idea, I guess, is with the strike just ending, mm-hmm. and they probably had the movie in the can, you know. Right. They need to release it and just chalked it up as a, I hope this does okay. Right. Right. It doesn't matter. I just hope it does okay. They release it and they find success, at least in the United States. I'm sure in Japan, uh, especially in Japan as well. Uh, and, and there's, I don't even think there was any viral marketing. So mm-hmm. they, they did something which is old school. It's called grassroots. Right. You know, they just released it. We've seen this with artists. Uh, Beyonce is kind of known for this. Right. You know, to the best of my knowledge, Beyonce was one of the first. Who kicked it off. Yep. Who kind of kicked it off. Mm-hmm. Right. Am I, yep. Would I be You're right? right. Okay. You're right. I was about to say, do you know another artist who did it before her? Because I don't. Well, no, not before her. But Taylor since, Swift right. has done since. The Well, if there were an artist, maybe not to the Beyonce level, but in the rock world, the offspring, if memory serves, might have done it before Beyonce, just in a different way. And it wasn't as so much as a social media push. It was like we're going independent mm-hmm. and we're going right. to release this on our own. And, yeah, social media existed when they did this. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting this story right, but obviously not at the same level right. as the Beyonce you know, fans. Uh, unfortunately for all Spring fans, I know you don't. <laughs> right. You don't want to hear that, I know, but let's... Y'all are no match for the beehive. Right. I mean, facts are facts, right? That's what they are. But but there but there is something to be said about the, the grassroots marketing. I, I've always preached the undersell for the oversell. 
is that you, you don't bring you, you don't try to shove a product down somebody's throat. You don't try to shove a radio show down somebody's throat. Mm-hmm. You don't give people uh, promises that you can't deliver on mm-hmm. just for the hype. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what you've seen with this movie. And I wonder, like, moving forward, if that'll be the new kind of thing. As long as you have a good concept. Well, they're trying to reboot all of those old Godzilla movies. Why? Just because what's old is new again. And it's Godzilla. It's just another nostalgia thing where Mm -hmm. people go back to... You know, their childhood, they love Godzilla. They want to go see this movie. Well, look at the look at the hype that got whipped up by a fake image of Brendan Fraser and, and what's the other gal from uh gal, how old am I? From the mummy. There's a fake movie poster that says the two of them are coming back together for a mummy four, and people are losing their minds. Like searches went up a thousand percent on the internet. Of, people really is like this the a real movie? No, there's no mu- there's no mummy movie in the works with Brendan Fraser. They tried to the people that own the rights to that tried to make their own little like Marvel world because if you remember, Tom Cruise released a mummy movie. He did, but it was a different type. It was the old Universal mummies, and it was supposed to set up coming back for the creature with the Black Lagoon and Dracula right. and all of those monsters, were, uh, Wolfman, Werewolf, yeah. that were all supposed to be rebooted. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And it didn't end up working out because it was a flop. So when I went to go see that mummy with Tom Cruise, uh-huh. did not it was not what I expected. Right. It. I thought it was going to be like the Brendan Fraser, which mm-hmm. I was not really a huge fan of. Oh, I loved those movies. And that spawned the Scorpion King. Right, right. Oh, that bad CGI with the rock. Because the bad CGI with the rock, <laughs> and that was his first big, you know, pop in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But I grew up playing with those toys, the the old the mummy, the yeah. werewolf, uh, and all that type of thing. So I was actually pleasantly surprised. Like it took me a second time to watch it to enjoy it. Yeah, to appreciate it. To appreciate it. Because sure. I, I was like, this isn't what like, the whole time I'm waiting, I'm like, waiting for it, I'm waiting for it, I'm waiting for it, I'm waiting. Okay, I don't know what I'm waiting for. You know, because it had <laughs> <laughs> it had elements of Scorpion King, and it had elements of the Brendan Fraser Mummy Returns and Mummy and all that kind of right. stuff. And it was totally like, all right, I'm still don't I still don't understand, but I think I like it. Yeah, but then it went nowhere. So they're saying that a Godzilla versus King Kong will be the next. Now that's one of my favorite movies, Godzilla versus King Kong. Something else I noticed with this Godzilla trailer, though, it gives you very much so Game of Thrones feel uh-huh. with Godzilla being out on the water, and then in in one of the scenes, it shows him having like ice spikes coming up, like the ice dragon for Game of Thrones. Okay, I think that's another thing people probably latched onto, like, oh, well, it's also Hollywood is very very good at beating content to death. Yeah, you know that's why the superhero movies are dead. Uh, and they're they're dead for probably another ten years. They're just they're done. I mean, they're, we're just too much. It, yeah, it's just too much. I can't even keep up well, with all those movies. You, you fell in love with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, yes. which people don't realize that was a huge risk. And he's not coming back. No. And so they spin it off. They did the what the Marvels with the girls and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, and unfortunately for for those actresses, it, it just didn't pan because people are sick of the Marvel the stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's and Hollywood does that. They'll take they'll take a concept and they'll just beat it to death. Like look at The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead was great, and then they just beat it to death. When you could have such a successful run of The Walking Dead, end it in a good amount of time yep. mm-hmm. instead of milking it for all the money you can get, and then 
have a resurgence a few years later. Yeah, the, the spinoff was happening at the same time as the the main show was show. still on. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of spinoffs of it. Well, right. You know, and and so it's it's very very difficult. So we get you know content fatigue. We get concept fatigue, where it's like it's it's too much. It's too much that look. I'm a diehard Star Wars fan, but the the the, the point like. Why wait? The anticipation of a movie is mm-hmm. is is half the game, if not more. And you wait for the next one. I don't need all these little spinoffs of Han Solo and See, now my, all these things in between. My argument to that is, I almost want them to stop making Star Wars movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. The shows that they are making are so good. It's yeah, you you're right. The, movie? the Han Solo movie, awful. But no, I tell you, I felt more in the eight episodes of Obi Wan than I did in any of those last three movies that they put out. Even them killing, spoiler alert, killing Han Solo in that first one. Respect. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I could, it took me a couple of days. I couldn't deal with that. Right, but that even was, that, that was, wasn't. That was, that, was a, that was a tough day for me. <laughs> but go back and watch Obi-Wan and watch the fight between him and Vader and then him busting open the the his helmet and you see uh, what's Hayden Christensen's face. And, like, the exchange they have, I dare you to not feel something when that happens. Well, are the shows, like, a part of the movie or they're completely different? They're just the continue. It's the continued storyline. It's oh. like like the, the Obi-Wan is what happened after he becomes Darth Vader, but before Luke and Leia have grown from being small children. It's everything that they couldn't put in the two hours in the movie. Right. Gotcha. So, like, the things that you don't understand, which I kind of like not understanding. I don't need to know everything. No, I want to understand. I don't. I, can't, I hate being confused. Because when you try to have a normal conversation with somebody about a movie, and they've seen every little cartoon and and they're right. and, and every well, you can't say that because <laughs> episode five, yeah. scene six at the twenty three point four five mark, uh-huh. Billy goes blah. What? Well, it adds so much context if you don't know what Billy went. I don't care what Billy said. <laughs> well, he doesn't care about the blah. I don't care about the blah. I care about the wah. It's <laughs> all <laughs> about the wah. Forget the blah. I don't care about the blah. I care about the wah. That's all I want to know about. But that's why this is successful. One of the reasons why it's successful. Yes. I mean, Godzilla and, and King Kong and all that stuff, there's obviously a fan base for it. But nobody Damn, my saw, dad loves Godzilla. Nobody saw it coming. It's out in the theaters. It's after the strike. Got past that. Mm-hmm. There's no shoving down the. It's also the there. There's something to be said, and and I believe doesn't matter how old you are, what age you are, what generation you're from. The idea of thinking that you know something that no one else does plays yep. a part, mm-hmm. right? You know, like go back to the Beyonce music. Is I was the first to download it at midnight one right and people were and it was a bragging point and, and they had to post right. about it i'm like oh my god right with this movie i bet you if you were to talk to somebody that's seen it uh-huh because and we're talking like we are right now uh-huh. we, we have no idea I, I didn't have any idea <laughs> there would be this sense of entitlement you haven't seen it yet oh like gosh. how did you not know about godzilla minus one it's the 33rd installment <laughs> of the japanese language movie franchise <laughs> You're really out of touch. Wow. And you're on the radio? So late. Right. But there's people love that sense of they entitlement. Do. <laughs> How do you not know? Excuse me. Interested in the wall, remember? Not the blah. Right. All right. So there's a movie. You want to go see it?
I don't know anything else to stop. Gonna do some reading. Barbie might still be out. I don't know. They surely have not released it yet to HBO, and I'm getting so irritated watching it sit up there week after week, still under buy. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. No movie stays up there that long. <laughs> Nikki refuses to purchase movies. No. <laughs> She's you, you have the idea that if it's on your TV, it should be free. Move it to HBO. <laughs> Those movies normally stay in that box a week, maybe two, and then boom, they're on HBO. She came in like a couple weeks ago. She goes, you want to hear something? Barbie is on my TV, but they want me to buy it. Yes. Drop <laughs> well, it already. During Christmas time, it's the worst, especially the Christmas movies Jeez. that you can watch free during the year. Yep. They're trying to make you buy The Grinch. They're trying to make you buy everything right oh. now. Everything. I recorded it. Yeah. I refused. And then you, sp- then you sp- speed through the commercials. Yep. Yeah. All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where a hiker was pinned down locally and who signed a historic sports deal. You know his name? I know it. I'll tell you when I do the story. Cannot wait to hear that. <laughs> if there's ever a reason to continue to listen to this show, <laughs> listen for the name of this ball player. You might want to bring Kyle in. <laughs> All right, get your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all laughing at <laughs> Kyle snuck in mind. <laughs> first round of headlines thanks to good guys heating and air 530 good air we love our friends at good guys thanks for stopping out on friday to the bs saves christmas uh go ahead please hiking went horribly wrong for one california man h1 and hiker rescues. This week, a man hiking in the mountains near Calistoga, California, was pinned by a falling boulder. As CB- That guy's got a great voice. He does have a great voice. I don't know who that is, but I am a fan. <laughs> this, according to the SAC B, a boulder pinned this hiker for seven hours. He was on this steep hill in Inyo County, which is close to the California-Nevada border. This, this boulder weighed anywhere from six to 10,000 pounds. It doesn't say how it fell on him or what happened, but it took them seven hours to use like some ropes and pulleys to move this boulder enough to get his leg from under it, and then the Navy had to hoist him up. Uh, a Navy? The Navy. Oh, the Navy. Yes. Like the... Like- like the United States Navy had a used Navy. one of their helicopters to get them down. I didn't say A, I said D. I'm just laughing at him saying A, Navy. Like, what <laughs> What random Navy do you think is showing up? Well, I didn't know what that was. I thought it was something <laughs> I didn't know. She said A, Navy. I so said I, the Navy. California I, Navy. I, I didn't know what a Navy, like, was it, what, was it an employee at Old Navy? No. I had no idea. <laughs> like, God, they're strong. The U.S. and Navy. The United States. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you, th- you know, what do you think about? You're stuck under this boulder for how long? Seven hours? Seven hours. Seven hours. At what point do you just start going, you know, I need to, I need to start, I need to start letting things go. No, I'm not thinking that way. No, no, no. Seven hours. I'm thinking, okay, what can I do? How can I get out? I know somebody's coming to rescue me because apparently he knew that. So you just at that point have to think positive and hold on. Because people are there, you'll probably have a good chance of making it. Oh, so he knew the entire time somebody help was on its way. Well, he had to have known, I would think, because they had been working on Into Dark. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but yeah. but for seven hours, he was by... So, okay, so for seven hours... He there, was trapped, but he wasn't by himself. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. I was under the impression that for seven hours, he was no. trapped, and then they came and got him no, out. No, that's how long it took them to get him out. It's like, what's the movie, uh, 300... 127 hours. There you go, 127 hours. Mm-hmm, where he cuts his own arm off. Right. With, a, like, a dull pocket knife. Yeah, that's badass. Nope. Yeah. I'm dead. You're not doing it? I'm yeah, dead. I can't well, do that. Uh, 
I wouldn't be hiking anyway, so I'm safe. <laughs> That's You thought this big fat body was a detriment to me. Keeps me safe. Well, uh, also, you're not fitting into that crack. Nope. Right. So you, Dang right. You wouldn't even be put in that situation. Nope. And that boulder right there, no match for you. No way. <laughs> I'm, I'm if safe. Any, if anything, a Navy's coming to save the boulder from <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> That's no lie. It took seven hours for a Navy <laughs> to get Nelson off of a boulder. Yeah, a uh, Navy. <laughs> All right, second story. If you never play Little League, you may kick yourself. H2. Two-time American League MVP Shohei Otani has landed the richest free agent contract in baseball history, and the numbers are eye-popping. <laughs> Y'all thought that was going to get me. <laughs> Why? Because you put it in? Say uh, it. Yeah, Shohei Otani. Is that Thank right, Kyle? It's close enough to write. Okay, close Thank enough to write. That's a marsupial. He just signed a lucrative contract with the Los lucrative. Angeles Dodgers a and lucrative. became. <laughs> yet, that's what, what it says. I understand, but that's like really putting it mild. Okay. Let's burying the lead. And it yeah. is going to be a 10-year deal worth $700 million, which makes it the richest contract in baseball history. In American sports history, correct? So just yes. just to yes. put this into perspective. What about that soccer player? Didn't he get more? But American, American sports. sports. Oh, oh, sorry. $70 million a year for this dude. Uh-huh. $5.83 million a month. $1.5 million uh-huh. a week. $207,000 a day. $8,630 uh, per home run. $143 uh-huh. a minute. And two dollars and thirty nine cents a second. And I can't pay my Jeez. rent this month. Two thirty nine a second, <laughs> broke boy. Yeah, two thirty nine. Two thirty nine a second. Two thirty nine a second. Uh, so, uh, does anybody is anybody worth seven hundred million dollars? Kyle, you're the sports guy. Yeah, Shohei Otani is. If his arm works, he's not even going to pitch this year because that's the whole thing with Shohei. He's one of the five best hitters in baseball and one of the ten best pitchers in baseball. That is unheard of. Mm. It is unique to to baseball, and baseball's been around for 150 years. So, yeah, at his peak, he's definitely worth this because you're essentially paying two players $350 million over 10 years. Like, that's about right. So he's a pitcher that also hits? Yes, but on days he doesn't pitch, he hits. As a DH or? As a DH, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Has anybody ever done that before? Not at not in at the scale that Shohei Otani does it. Yeah, like everybody goes, oh, he's the new Babe Ruth because Babe Ruth was an awesome I was pitcher. Just getting he, ready to say that, but yeah. ba- Babe Ruth never did them at the same time at the rate that Shohei Otani does. And also in those days, it was like <laughs> they were alcoholics. It, well, it was law. It was like, well, you can't be a good hitter and play third base. Uh, I mean, and a pitch. So right. we're going to move you to third base, and that's what they said to Babe Ruth. Yeah, and there was no DH then, so he wasn't DHing on his days off. He just played every fifth day. Uh, I wonder, and I don't know, I'm not the biggest baseball guy, but I wonder if international players, especially Japanese players, get these types of payouts because of the percentage. I mean, we're essentially paying Japan. So international players, there is something with them and their country that whatever they make in the United States, and I don't think this works for United States players when they play, we don't take a cut for for players that go international and play basketball or baseball. Oh, like we're, they're, they're being leased to us. But Japanese organizations, if they come from an organization that the United States organization then has to pay that organization in order to have their player. So, And it's a lot of money. I mean, it is it is a lot of money. So I wonder if that's the case here. And I could be way off. Like this could I, I could just be making stuff up right now, but I do know that there is a payment 
I don't know how it all works. I think there's a posting fee when they first come to the major leagues, but no, it 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 is a fee that if you take a player from an organization, and and I don't know if it's per government in general, but definitely from an organization that you have to pay. It's tens of millions of dollars. It's a lot of money per whatever you make. Sure. It is. I looked it up last night. Hey, thanks for listening. It's the BS. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And there's Kyle on the other side of the glass. I was kind of wondering why Nikki D came into work all blue and sad and upset. And of course, my first thought was, oh, boy, what did I do? <laughs> But thank God it's not me and it's a horrible sister. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Nelson, we won today. Yeah, we did it. We won the day. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about your problems. It does not sound like you're sorry to hear about my problems at all. Well, it sounds s- like you're just happy you're not the problem. That's the first part of that's that yes, that is true. I'd be lying <laughs> if I said that that's the first part. The first part is I'm happy I'm in the clear. <laughs> The it's like sec- a sorry sandwich. Yeah, this yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry sandwich. The second part is I am sorry. <laughs> and when we finish this up, it'll be back to yay! yay! <laughs> we won the day. Uh-huh. Sorry sandwich. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, so, would you like to explain to the audience what is going on and the excitement that you're about to have when you go back <laughs> to Atlanta, as your eyes flicker like the Undertaker? <laughs> so. Uh, when I decided to come here, leave Atlanta, I let my daughter stay behind. And one of the things that I did in order to do that was I let my sister move into my old apartment. Hold on. Let, let me let's be clear. You your daughter stayed behind so she could finish school. So she could finish school. Yes. To transition to come out here. Mm-hmm. You didn't yes. put her up for adoption. No, I did okay. not put her up for adoption. Like I wanted time. her to finish the school year. I didn't want to pull her out in the middle of school. Good move. All right. So I let her stay behind. I let my sister move into my place. My mom also assisted my sister, but my mom doesn't live close to me. So I needed somebody, you know, day in, day out there with her. So my sister agreed to do this. And once my daughter came out here, the plan was then that she would take over the apartment, pay the rent there, pay the bills, all the things, because she doesn't have a place to live. Mm. Now, when I made this decision, I knew that it was with the risk because my sister has a very Bad history of not keeping her word on things. But did you ever sign anything? No, we did not sign anything. Oof. So the the deal was that she would do what she needed to do. And so I just re-signed another lease for her. She swore she was gonna do things right. She was gonna pay her rent on time. She was gonna do all these things. Of course, not and to my shock. She can't sign her own lease, correct? Because no, of she her, cannot. Right. Because of her past history and things that she's done. Like she cannot get a place of her own right now. Yeah. So me doing this for her is huge. Not just for me, it was huge for her because it was giving her stability, a place to sure. live. Yeah, the apartment complexes frown on serial killers. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. They won't sign them. So just this past week, um, Brent, it's time to be paid. Um, my mom, who you guys know as Mama D, who's awesome, went out of her way to also get my sister a roommate to help her pay these bills so things will be hard for her. Mama D. From Mama D. <laughs> That's where I got it from. So here we are. Last month, things were fine. No problems. This month comes around and she does not pay the rent on time. Does she tell you she's not paying it or does she just not pay it? No, she didn't tell me anything initially. Oh, that's, um, that, that's the part that sucks. She didn't tell me anything. It was a day after now it's late. She texts me to ask me how much did she need to pay. That then let me know so you didn't pay it on time. Because mm. why are you asking me? It's the same amount every month. All right. So, so are you having conversations with her 
verbal conversations, not through text? No, she's texting me because she will not answer the phone. Okay. So I'm calling her. My mother's calling her. She won't answer the phone. And she She's refuses to pay back. the rent. She did not. Um, there was some things that transpired. We ended up getting it paid, but not by her doing it. So I, I made a decision that when I go home, instead of going home and having peace and relaxing, I'm going to have to put her out. And that's what I'm going to do. Oh, boy. So I think at I Christmas. Go, I think I want to go back to Atlanta with you. Right. I just want to watch. So, I mean, I'm supposed to be going home. I'm, I'm, I was happy about going home. I miss home. And now I have to just go deal with drama. And it's the holidays. So that's going to add another wrench into everything. And I'm just fed up. And at, as, as early as this morning, I got a notification while I'm sitting here from the light place we have there that, oh, your light's about to be disconnected. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. All right, so here I go again. I sent her a message like, you need to pay your light bill. She sends me back a response basically saying like, you saw that I had fun this weekend and you just want to ruin it. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, Because I'm telling you as a responsible adult that you have bills that you need to pay. How old is she? She is almost 40. She just turned 39. Oh, okay. Well, she's not a kid. She's not a kid, no. Okay. She acts like one. Okay, but she knows that she's got to pay these bills and all this stuff. I can't quite pinpoint her her mindset like in her mind <laughs> she doesn't have to pay to live and she's lived in this fairy tale world for a very long time what's mama d say she's not happy but she understands that i gotta do what i gotta do because so how are you going to kick her out how does one kick now look i will tell you and and, and you guys listening have yet to hear this story and you probably will never hear the full story because it's it's kind of moot it's a moot point uh, but that was the reason my mother and I didn't speak for 17 years mm-hmm. was because of a similar situation where I had purchased a property. She thought it was her property, even though I had this issue with her in the past. All these things transpired. I did have paperwork, mm-hmm. had to go to court, decided to dodge the trial, settle out of court. I mean, it was a mess. Right. And uh, that's why, you know, that's the short version of why we didn't speak for 17 years. And I would say, well, one of the mistakes that you made was you didn't get her to sign anything. But from my experience, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She doesn't need to sign but one thing. How are you going to kick her out? Are you going to call the... I mean, if her name's... No. The good thing is her name's not on the her lease. Her name's on nothing. Everything is mine. Everything inside of that apartment right. is mine. Every bill is in my name. The lease is in my name. Everything is in my name. So I'm going to go there. I'm going to first give her an opportunity to get her stuff, pack, pack your clothes up, because that's all you own in here, get your dog, and roll out. Now, if she does not do that, then I'm going to pack her clothes up. I am going to change the locks. I'm going to put her stuff out. Wow. You know how to change a lock? I sure do. Oh, damn. Okay. Wow. No, no cops involved? No, I don't need cops. You don't need... Gosh, she's, she's got that angry face. Yeah. Oh, she got the look. Them. I would not want to be your sister right now. Is she going to put up a fight? She might. She yeah. won't win. Let her try. Wow. Like, what she if she tries win. to... She, no, she won't try me like that. She knows better. She knows better. Mm-hmm. All right. Is Mama D going to be on the premises at this time? She probably will come. Yeah. She probably will come, yeah. Because you would be going straight from the airport there. Well, I'm gonna. my mom's picking me up first, and then I'll probably go to her house and put my stuff down and get myself together first, and then I'm going to go over there. And is she going to stay with your mom? 
My mom says she can't stay there either. So I don't know where she's going to stay and I don't care. Uh huh. Wow. When I've tried to help you and what you give me back is a bunch of crap and talking to me crazy, then I don't care where you stay. You can sleep in your car for all I care. Would it make, would it make you feel better if I asked people listening right now if they have a family member that's worse off? Yes, I would. That would make me feel a lot better to know that somebody else has more family drama during the holidays than me. Yeah, because that's bad. I got to tell you, that's pretty bad. That's horrible. That's really, really bad. If you'd like to make Nikki D feel better and talk about your horrible family member, <laughs> that would be very sweet. 916-909-0985. I don't think I can give you anything other than the gift of thanks and appreciation. But I know she's not alone, and it sucks because for some reason, the holidays bring out this in the family. Mm-hmm. It always um, exposes the weakest link. Yep. You know, and, and, and I, look, I, you know I'm a fan of tough love, so I, I, I got, I, I'm, I'm in with what you're doing. It's going to be a, a very similar scenario because after this, we're not going to talk probably for a long time. And I told my mom just this morning that at this point, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with whatever happens. You can talk about me, go to Facebook. That's what she does and put up 5,000 posts. I'm okay with it, but uh, enough is enough. I live too far away to be worried about this month after month, and I'm just not going to deal she with it. She goes on Facebook and trashes you? Oh, yeah. Trashes me, trashes Publicly? my mom. Mm-hmm. What? That's just what she book does. or like tag you no, kind of? No, she says our names. Wow. <laughs> well, credit to her. Yeah, unlike baller her, move. Unlike her sister who vague books everything. <laughs> I don't vague book everything. You try There's to, just some things that you don't need to put on Facebook. Like, you can go trash me on Facebook, but right now, who's still helping you? Me. You trash my mom, who helps you? My mom. Try to go back to HQ and little SIS <laughs> is being a BI. You know what I mean. <laughs> Nikki D's Facebook. No. Uh, <laughs> and Nelson will get in with a selfie, real close selfie. Of, <laughs> so close to my face. Sometimes those waves hit harder than others. <laughs> That's it. My soul no filter. is battered. No filter. No right. filter. Yes. <laughs> My heart hurts for you, but more or less for the storm. That's a brewing. <laughs> That's really good too. Use that one, Nikki. I understand. Sometimes there's no water in the desert. That's why you got to make lakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's also prolific. You got to make your own lake. Sometimes you got to make your own ocean. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Anything she could do to save it at this point? Yes. No, there's nothing that she can do to save it at this point. Because now I don't know. I do not trust her. I do not trust her decision making. Even if she straightens up for a month or two, in a few months, we'll be right back here. Uh And I can't go fly home every time something like this happens. So I'm just nipping it in the bud right now. I, I agree. I think, I, I think yeah, I could do a little tough love. I have the time to do it. I'm going to go home and get it done. We should probably get Mama D on at some point this week. Yeah. We got. We, we should probably put oh, together man. a strategy. Put together a strategy. Yeah. <laughs> well, if anything, for your daughter. You know, you don't want your daughter to see this. This is still her aunt. Yeah. Well, my daughter won't be with me when this is happening. My daughter already has her stuff set up. She's going to her friend's house immediately. So she won't be around for the drama. No, no, no. I understand. But she knows what's happening. Well, I don't talk to her other aunt. She's fine. Well, yeah, it, it, I don't talk to my older believe sister. Believe it or not, it still takes a toll. It does. I'm telling you, it does. It takes a little bit of a toll. So we we need to, and, and I'm involved in this now. So we, <laughs> oh my God. we need to come up with a strategy. <laughs> okay. I, I just think you're going into this too gung-ho and, you know, just because you're, you've got every reason and right 
you think nothing can go wrong. You got to be smart about this kind of stuff. You got to plan it out. You got to strategize. Okay, well, I don't know what kind of strategy you want to come up with, but I'm willing to hear it because my strategy is get out. Yeah, see, it's got it's got to be done differently. You got okay. you got you got to go. You can't just go and say get, you got. It's got to be done differently. Well, I don't know a different way to do it. So that's I'm that's why I'm listen. here. That's why I'm here. The ultimate strategizer. Ultimate strategy. That's like FBI class. One of the classes. Was I know you did strategization. Are those even words that I'm using? No. Nope. I think strategization <laughs> is a word, though. Well, if Nikki says it's a word, <laughs> you know damn well it's a word. <laughs> yep. Pretty sure that's a word. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, if you got a jacked up family member like Nikki D does and you want to make her feel better, if yours is better than hers, 916-909-0985. Also, uh, this morning, two different opportunities for you to get your name in the hat for the disturbed flyaway to Nashville, Tennessee. Right out of the gate, you'll win a 98 Rock prize pack and then registered for the big flyaway. We have two opportunities. So you're listening for David Draymond and his wah, 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 wah. And be caller 18 to that same number, 916-909-0985. All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. All right. Good morning. It's the BS. What's your name? My name is Rob. Rob, what's going on, brother? Oh, I'm hoping I got the prize pack. Well, okay, relax. Can we have a conversation first? How was your weekend? What are you up to? I mean, let's uh, let's have a little foreplay before we get to the, you know what? Yeah. That sounds good to me. All right. Well, let's. I need to be romanced before you get me in the sack, Robert. <laughs> so just slow your roll. How was your weekend? Oh, I had a fantastic weekend. What did you do? I hung out with my grandson, and I went to uh, had bottom mimosas yesterday. Look at that. That's a great weekend. You watch some football? Oh, I did. Watch yeah. the Niners win. There you go. Look at that. You watch some football. You hung out with the grandkids. You got a little tipsy, uh, getting ready for the holidays. So everything is good. Now I'm ready to sleep with you, Rob. Now <laughs> my, my pants are off and I'm ready to rock and roll. Uh, so congr- <laughs> congratulations, Rob. You're caller 18. <laughs> oh, I've been trying for a long time. Okay. Well, we've only been doing this for a week, so it can't be too long. Uh, I got a 98 Rock prize pack for you, and now you are registered for this trip to Nashville, Tennessee. Ever been to Nashville before? I have. It's beautiful. Yeah. Very cool city. And you'll get to see, if you win, Disturbed. You're playing like, you get to see them like two nights. So you'll be there for a couple days. This is happening uh, in February of next year. So you get three nights at the hotel. So I'm going to put you on hold. Kyle's going to get your information. What part of town are you calling from? Lodi, California. There you go, brother. All right. I want to put you on hold. We appreciate you listening. Have a great week, and best of luck to you. We'll draw the winner on Friday in the 9 o'clock hour, if you want to listen then. Um, I'll be listening. Okay. Hang on, Rob. There you go. Look at that. Somebody just wants to jump in and have mm-hmm. sex with me. They yep. want to know if they want. I need to be wrong. This damn microphone's driving me nuts. Why don't you fix it? I-, I didn't fix it. It's not like it was on Thursday. Somebody messed with it, and I'm not very happy about it. I'm very <laughs> upset about whoever. I'm going to put cameras in the studio. And I want to record and see who touches my stuff. It's probably the cleaning person. It's definitely not the cleaning person. They probably have a secret podcast. Right. They do no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, the, uh, what I've learned about Sacramento, one of the things that I've learned about Sacramento is this city loves itself some Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is amazing. I have never seen anything like this before. Anywhere I've lived. You know, so 
so far, we did the uh, where did I go? I did the um, the 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 Cal the Cal Expo. Uh huh. Oh, the fabulous forties. Fab- yeah, I was say four something. And he's sack. That's what you were supposed to send me the address to. You didn't send it. Well, you just Google fabulous forties. No, you said it's a pers- a particular address I needed to get in the neighborhood. No, I told you that I yeah I I I got the wrong address, and then Rachel found an address. Oh yeah. And so we then went from there because we ended up some church like ten minutes away, but you know like once you get down there, you just drive in and out of the neighborhood, and there's just a long line of cars. This, you know, I gotta say this about the fabulous forties thing, and I know it's been going on for a while, and I'm and I'm late to this, but I'm new to town. Is you know, you go to a, a concert or you go to a sporting event, you need all these people to direct traffic. Mm-hmm. There are more cars there than probably most sporting events that you'll go to. Huh. Not one person directing traffic, but everybody has it figured out. Because everybody's going slow and they're happy and they're not rushing it's, and that, driving crazy. It, isn't that, is there's something to be said about mm-hmm. that? If you're stuck in traffic and you're actually happy to be stuck in traffic. Yep. You don't That's need some. Difference. You don't need somebody to direct traffic. So this. So this weekend we went to Pebble Creek, which is in Rockland, not far from my house. How did you hear about this place? I forget. Okay. I think. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, neighbor Ron told me. Okay. And I, I. Well, no, actually, I take that back. So the CCW class that I was in a couple weeks ago, one of the guys in the class looked like Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So I start calling him Santa Claus. Santa Claus is packing, huh? Hold on, wait for it. Oh, God. And he goes, "Well, actually, I am Santa during the holidays." Oh, well, I mean, he's Santa all the time. So, they like, far off. the real Santa was in my CCW class, mm-hmm. my concealed class, and I thought he was joking. So, part of getting your concealed carry here in the state of California, outside of the million hoops that you have to jump through, one of those hoops is you have to go to the sheriff's office and do a sit-down interview with the sheriff. Hmm. I guess this just to prove that you're not crazy. And so Rach went already, and mm-hmm. when she was there, who'd she run into? Santa. Pack and Santa. Mm. And Pack and Santa had all these different flyers that he would give, or he's given out uh-huh. to say, come see me at Pebble Creek. Oh. So we're like, well, let's go see Pack and Santa. We thought that it was like a uh, shopping plaza or like a park. Where you go sit on Santa's lap, tell him what you want. Right, and you just kind of, you park and you walk around, not, not it, it maybe a thing, but not a thing. Mm-hmm. So we go, and there's traffic backed up in the street, and we're like, there's no way this is it. Like, where are they going? And there's a, a shopping plaza uh, and a bank, you know, uh-huh. that, and then you go into this community, and at the front of the community, there's apartment complexes. Like, there must be something in the back. And, you know, if we, I guess we got to keep going. I'm looking at this traffic. I'm like, I ain't, no, I'm going to park. So we pull into the shopping plaza, find a space after driving around a couple minutes. I'm like, this, and we see people, just loads of people walking. I'm like, we're just going to follow them. (laughs) Follow the leader. And now I'm upset because I wish that I would have taken a coffee or a hot chocolate with (laughs) me. Again, I'm thinking that it's a thing where, you know, there's food and there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Like, okay, well, I think this is a neighborhood. Maybe at the end of the neighborhood, that's where Pack and Santa's going to be. Uh-huh. So we get out and we're walking around, and like literally the first house that we get, well, one of the first houses on the left, we see, uh, we're like looking at the, the flyer and looking at the address. Uh-huh. And we're like, that's the address on the flyer. Like, it's a house. Okay. Random. Pa- yeah. Packing Santa had this Santa's workshop built out in his garage. Oh. 
And there was a line of people in his driveway to go see Packing Santa and take a picture with him in his garage. There is a dude at the end of the garage. You would scan this QR code, put in your information. He had his elf taking pictures. And then when, you know, we went up and, he, you know, he's like, hey, guys, what's going on? This is that. So we're taking pictures. And then they send you an email with the pictures that you then can buy. Wow. Just now like that's good. Just like school pictures. A well-oiled <laughs> machine there, Santa. I'm like, what that? This is all. I was like, I didn't know what to think of it. I goes, there's there's a Santa in a garage mm-hmm. in a neighborhood. So then we're, an elf. In an elf. And then so we're walking, you know, we're walking around the neighborhood and whatnot. And all these houses are decked out like Fabulous 40. I mean, really cool stuff. Uh, and then they were selling hot chocolate. There, people were selling popcorn. They're selling snacks and candy, oh. making some coin. And and by the way, let me tell you, whoever the house is, it, it was the Trump house. And I say the Trump <laughs> house because it was the guy, diehard Trump guy. I don't think it's that big of a deal now as it was when everybody was in an uproar. But he had all his like Trump decorations and big pictures. He had uh, Trump. Uh, like thing and Malay, like it was like he he wanted to piss somebody off. Yeah, I think it's funny. But Did he put lights around him at least. No, he had every yeah he had Christmas <laughs> he had everything, yeah. but he had big ah. Trump stuff up. And I, he wanted to irritate somebody because mm-hmm. you know it irritates people. I thought it was funny. I mean, you know, do whatever you want, dude. They had the best hot chocolate that Ooh. they sold for three dollars yeah. a cup. You know, it's something about the it's something about the crazy Trump house that is like that because the neighborhood I came from. Just up the street from me, there's one of these houses, and they go nuts for every holiday, but it's also huge light-up Trump signs. They had everything but an inflatable Trump. They're the full candy bar at at, uh, Halloween. Halloween. Say what you want about Trump. I don't care either way, but if you go out to the Pebble Creek, stop at the Trump house because they're hot chocolate. They didn't do that water stuff. No. They had the milk in it. They Ooh. they had legit hot chocolate <laughs> worth every $3 a cup. <laughs> Let me tell you, you guys knocked it out of the park. <sighs> and then you just walk around and everybody's got the stuff and and they've got the uh they, they they've got the lights up and and it's really just walking quickly around the the block. Okay, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. Like but the traffic was to go see Santa. No, the traffic was to drive around the neighborhood. Oh, okay, gotcha. And to see the stuff. And so uh, Ariel B's, our, our daughter, has got this new friend, and she's always at our house, which mm-hmm. is fine. We, we've always been the house. People, Kids feel comfortable at our house and stuff. So this girl, she's so sweet, really, really sweet girl, and she's always at the house. Mm-hmm. So she goes with us. Um, just like she, I mean, she's done everything with us so far this holiday season. <laughs> That's sweet. Like you've adopted another kid. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's a thing for us. Yes. Right. And so uh, I didn't think about how this was going to fly, but we went to go take pictures of Santa. She's there. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, does do you she put get her in the, the picture or does not? Does she sit in her own picture by herself or do you put her in the family photo? Right. So she, to her credit, she goes, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not part of this family. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to be over here. Right. So then you have to have her in. Of course. (laughs) See, she she played you. But here's the packing Santa and how good packing Santa is. Packing Santa takes numerous photos with you. Uh huh. Because you can buy because he he wants you to buy all of them. Of course. Right. He takes. So he goes. Well, okay. Well, let's do one with you. Then let's do one without you. And so there's like six different pictures that I got to (laughs) buy from packing Santa. You know, but oh, it was he's cool. smart too. Way, yeah, oh, way smart. Packing Santa. Packing Santa is way mm-hmm. smart. Way smart. But but the, the I you know, 
I love Christmas. Love Christmas. Love the holidays. Love the month of December. Christmas Eve is my favorite day. I love the anticipation of the night before Christmas. Uh, and I've just never seen so much spirit. Like, mm-hmm. Sacramento makes Santa's sleigh fly. Mm-hmm. You know, the spirit meter? Mm-hmm. Like, he's like hitting on all cylinders when he flies over Sacramento. <laughs> I'm sure he starts here. He has to. They're so welcoming. Santa starts here and then goes everywhere else. Well, he's probably now, if he starts here, he's got an EV. You know, so he juices up. <laughs> he juices up with the, the Sacramento spirit, <laughs> which will get him at least 364 miles. At least. Before he has to stop again. He's got to find another city that has the same spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I just never see anything like this. I, I, I Like, I wonder... Is it an HOA? Are you all in the same email? Mm. Do you just know? What do you? How do you? How do you react to the people? Because there are a few that aren't participating. Yeah. How do? Do we not talk to them the rest of the year? Mm. Are they giving the the community a bad? I've got so many questions for these people. How'd the first year go? Did you just decide to do this one year, and then all of a sudden you brought a bunch of people to the neighborhood? Who's the pioneer? Right. Who started it? Do we mention that person's name every year? Do we sing praise? Uh So many questions for these people. Well, from what I've seen since we got here, as soon as you moved into your neighborhood, you knew all your neighbors. I guess people here are just neighborly and friendly, and they talk. Well, you you say that like it's a bad thing. You, I don't ever talk to my neighbors. You have to talk to your neighbors because you got to feel them out. you got to see who stays and who goes. What do you mean? <laughs> you guys have houses. Nobody's just packing up their house and moving. No, no, no. no, no I don't mean that like that. I mean it like I'm keeping an eye on you. You're good. You can come over. You, I'll talk to you, but keep your distance. Right. You, I don't trust a damn thing out of your mouth. And I can tell all this in 60 seconds of meeting somebody. And this is why I don't need to talk to my neighbors. You stay in your house, I stay in mine. Well, you you should know because they could be your bestest friend ever, or they could turn out to be a serial killer. Or a nightmare. You you just got to, you just got to know. They are not as friendly that I would, I mean, I would like neighbors to be a little bit more friendly than how my neighbors are. Really? Yeah. I, I think, thought you and your neighbors were super friendly. No, I'm talking about like all the neighbors. Like everybody in the community. Yeah, everybody's not going to be friendly. Your immediate neighbors, okay. <laughs> you need to know the whole neighborhood. That's, yes, I do. Yes. That's, you need to know the family that was down in the park dressed up for Thanksgiving that I saw. They were so cute. They looked suspicious. No, they, they didn't. I got a neighbor, I got a neighbor like four houses down, and I believe the father goes out with his son at night and plays Star Wars lightsabers with them. I've yet to meet him. I'm surprised he hasn't introduced They're himself. They're straight down from you, right? Yeah. Because I saw them out there one day, too. I mean, like, he should know that I'm a Star Wars fan, and I have Duh. my own lightsaber that I could play with him. It's called the Force. Why don't you take yours and just walk down there and introduce yourself to him? He should have the Force. He should know. Yes. <laughs> he should He <laughs> should have felt him as soon as he, he should, moved he in. He should have seen us when my pods got there. He goes, the Force is strong with that one. Yes. <laughs> and Clearly, he's a fake Jedi. Make believe. I don't play lightsaber with fla- fake, 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 fake Jedi. No. no. <laughs> Not in, not in my house. It's not happening. For some class. For some class. Yeah. Yeah. It's blasphemy. Just go down and introduce yourself to the man. I am. I'm going today. Like, no, you're not. So, <laughs> put my outfit But you on. should. I am. I'm going down. I'm going to take my X-Wing and go down there. <laughs> land it in the front yard. <laughs> Second round of uh, headlines. What do you got? I'm going to give you the latest iPhone update, and I'm going to tell you what TV family has lost a member. Yeah, it's not an update with the iPhone. It's a heads-up, be-careful scam with the iPhone. So uh, two big stories from today. Getting you learned with your second round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on.
time for today's top two. Headlines. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. Nikki D. Talking to Siri could get you in some trouble. H3. France recently announced that they would ban sales of the iPhone 12 after it failed a safety test. Social media posts right now are telling iPhone users to say 112 to Siri. And it's causing a friendly across social media because when you do that, what it does is it starts a three-second countdown to calling 911. Now, I saw last week one of my uh, classmates posted it on Facebook, and I knew immediately not to do it. I didn't know exactly what it did. But whenever you see somebody post something like that, you know whatever's coming next is not good. Yeah, so it just it's kind of like swatting. You know, on your iPhone where it calls 911, right? The same thing? And, like, sends it directly to you. Yeah, sends it directly to you. But you can walk right up to somebody and do it, right? I don't know about that. You oh, walk I don't up know to why you couldn't. Say, well, walk you, up to them and say 112? Yeah, well, well you if you just say, say Siri, and then that's, I mean, that's but the But doesn't whole. Siri go by your voice command? Like, that's why you have to train it for your voice. I mean, yes and no. How many times does his watch go off and he doesn't even say in theory, but you can walk into anybody's house and use the same thing with Alexa and say, you know, um, or Alexis, Alexis, right? Alexa. 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 I go, Alexa, play 98 Rock Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I did that on purpose. And <laughs> Everybody's Alexa's going off. <laughs> and, and, and then it plays. I, and that's supposed to, I think, supposed to read your voice, but you can do that with really anyone. Yeah, well, Alexa is set up so that it will it will recognize so that it has personalized things, but will still give a generic response. Yeah, Alexa can work off anybody's voice. It's not voice recognition. No, not so. like Siri supposed to be. So somebody rolls up to you and says, what is it, 112? 112. 112. But that. that had to be a part of an update because it's not always been that way on iPhone. So one of these new updates that they did, they included that in it. Probably somebody trying to be funny. No, a little nerdy guy over there. In the Apple headquarters, trying to be funny. Now, here's the flip side of that where it could be good if you really are in trouble and you couldn't get to your phone and you just yell it out. That could absolutely help you. Or you're the dude trapped under the boulder and say yes. his buddy's trapped under the boulder too, mm-hmm. but another guy can't talk because his chest is the boulder's on his chest. But is your phone's but close he... enough that you can say something to it. Boom, look at that. So All I'm right. sure that's why it was created, but of course people are going to use it for craziness. Silver lining. Megan in Roseville, good morning. Hi, Yeti. Uh, what's the history with the uh, Pebble Creek uh, Christmas lights? So, um, I am a native to the Sacramento area, um, and it from I'm about 37. So, from my recollection, it started around the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, that's when we started doing it as kids. Um, the word was that a gentleman had worked for the Disney Corporation and was an artist. And he created a lot of the Disney um, front yard pieces. Uh And over the years, as people sold their houses, they inherited the pieces and kept the tradition going. So this makes a lot of sense. There are a ton of Disney decorations, which we thought were odd. Yeah, I saw the Toy Story when you posted. And they love these wood cutouts, Mm -hmm. which are odd, too. So I was going... There's no storage in these houses. Where are they storing all this stuff? And my wife was like, well, they're the wood cutouts. The probably why they have them so they can put them flat on top of each other. But this story makes sense, Megan. Yeah. And so over the years, as people have sold the houses, the word is, the rumor is, is that they inherit the pieces. 
where they create their own and partake within the rest of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a tradition for many years for all of us locals. Um, and if we don't do uh, Pebble Creek, we do Dugwood Court, which is out in Citrus. Uh, not, I don't know if it's Citrus Heights, but I've heard of the Citrus Heights. That one's been going on for over thirty. Yeah. That one's been going on over thirty years. And okay. um, but uh, Pebble Creek is just a, a great tradition. The people are amazing and warming and wel- welcoming. And yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit of the, the history that I know. All right. Well, cool. Thank you, Megan. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Okay. Thanks for listening. All right. Me too. And don't forget to stop by Pack and Santa's garage. Get a picture with them. All right, second story quickly. Honey Boo Boo fans are very sad today. H4. Kind of changed my life, making me want to finish school and realize that I need to grow up instead of being a child. (laughs) Mama June's daughter, Anna Chickadee Cardwell, has died. She was only 29 years old. She passed Saturday um, from her battle with cancer. Mama June took to social media to say with the breaking heart, we are announcing that Anna Marie is no longer with us. That's not the little fat girl in the, the TV show. No, right? that's Honey no, Boo Boo. No, no, that's Honey Boo Boo. That's Honey Boo Boo. This is her older sister. Mm-hmm. What was what, what Big Boo Boo? What's her name? Chickadee? Her name was Chickadee. Chickadee Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, got it. Not Boo Boo, just Chickadee. Just Chickadee. <laughs> She's Honey Boo Boo. The other one's Chickadee. And then there was a uh, there was another sister that was in there as well. And I don't remember. The her oldest name. one. I well, think. there's Ma- Mama Boo Boo. Mama June. Mama, Mama June. June. Mama June. I saw her. Uh, there's a casino in North Carolina. And uh, Cherokee, North Carolina, and I was getting up to throw something in the trash can, and I walk over, and it's 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 Mama Boo Boo, and she's got a, like a lanyard on, and she's just sitting there with a drink, just by herself, looking down at her drink, and just like I was like, I didn't say anything because I don't care, I don't watch the show. Uh-huh. I was like, that's odd. I went to the trash can and saw Mama Boo Boo. Was she the full size one though, or is this after the weight loss surgery? Is she, she the skinny one? No, she. I think it just because that's one thing. She had just started losing the weight. Okay. Yeah, so she was on her way down. She was just up there just drinking a drink at the trash can. There was Chickadee, Chubbs, Pumpkin, and Honey Boo Boo, and Mama Boo Boo, and Mama Boo Boo, Mama Boo Boo, Mama Boo Boo, Mama Boo Boo. Got tickets to see Sammy Hagar. He's going to be at the Toyota Amphitheater August sixteenth of next year. Not only Sammy, but also Michael Anthony, Joe Satriani, and Jason Bonham. Special guest Loverboy for the Best of All Worlds Tour. This is a great show. I love Sammy Hagar. Love Loverboy. Lover, 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 lover boy. All courtesy of Live Nation. You want the tickets? I need some players. We'll do a round of Generally Speaking. Nelson goes out, talks to what we call a generalist, find out how old they are, what generation they're from, and then asks generation-based questions. I need two players. All you're going to do is yay or nay their answers with the help from Nikki D. Very simple. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Start lining up. We'll do generally speaking for the Sammy Hagar tickets here next. Hey, Boomer. Think you know your millennial stuff? Uh, pokey what? What about you, Gen Xer? Ready to drop some knowledge? Eh, bite me. It's time to play... Generally speaking, on the BS. Hey, good morning. Thanks for listening. It's the BS. Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle on the side of the glass. There's Sean in Sacramento. Sean, how are you? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Sean. There's Ashley in Sacramento. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning. All right. I got Sammy Hagar tickets up for grabs for it, y'all. Toyota Amphitheater, August 16th of next year. Uh, Sam is going to be with Michael Anthony, Joe Cetriani, Jason Bottom. Very cool. Special guest Loverboys, the Best of All Worlds Tour. The game 
ladies and gentlemen, is called Generally Speaking. Uh, we will introduce you to what we call our generalist. This person uh, is the end-all, be-all. Then Nelson will ask specific questions to this individual. You both, Sean and Ashley, with the help from Nikki D., have to just yay or nay if they will get the answer correct or not. Do we understand? Yes, we do. All right, Sean, since you were first, you're going to go first. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, uh, that point goes to your competition. So here we go. Let's meet our generalist. What's your name? Alexis. Alexis, how old are you? 45. 45, that makes you a member of Gen X. Alexis, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a claims adjuster. That means what? I handle insurance claims. Tell me something interesting about yourself. I'm a redhead. I don't know. What does that mean? That I'm 1% of the population. <laughs> and you're a dirty, spicy ginger. <laughs> That's what it means. Yeah, you naughty. All right, Sean, you were up first. Here's the first question uh, for uh, our Alexis generalist. A1. Live and let die. Diamonds are forever. And Dr. No are all titles of what? All right, Nikki D, live and let die, diamonds are forever, and Dr. No are all titles of what? This is a boomer question. These are titles of songs. Mm, no. Sing, know. sing me Dr. No. I don't know the I don't know the words to that, but I know live and let die. And I know diamonds are forever. Put your hands in the sky. Mm. All right, so um, on technicality, maybe, she does have that. That was a Kanye West song. <laughs> yeah, maybe Not they're now. Where do you think they got the sample Kanye did for "Diamonds Are Forever"? Maybe a movie. Okay, what type of movie? Okay, these are a type of movie. Um, Marvel movies. Very good. Yeah. Is that right? No. <laughs> James Bond films. <laughs> James Bond films is what we're looking for. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> Clearly. Everybody knows this. They should. Uh, let's see. Sean, yay or nay? Yay or nay on James Bond films? Given, given her being a Gen X, I believe she will get this. Yeah. It's not just a boomer thing. I think it's also, a, a, and for the most part, everything. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Sean, I don't think she is going to get this, so I'm going to say nay. All right. What do you want to go with, Sean? Yay or nay? I'm going to go with yay. Yay. All right. Here we go. Let's find out. A2. Not sure. Jewelry companies? The answer is James Bond films. Wow. I told you. I didn't know it, Sean. And not that I know everything, but I knew if I didn't know it, she wouldn't know it either. Would you shop at a place Uh, called Dr. No? (laughs) Right. Like. (laughs) Or live and let die? (laughs) (laughs) All that woman heard was diamond. Diamond. The most important thing. Every dumb starts with D. Okay, so Ashley, you got a you got a point there, and you haven't even gone. Next question is yours. Here we go. B one. If you're told something is bussin', what's that mean? A Gen Z thing, but I know what bussin' is. Nikki D, if you're told something is bussin', what does that mean? That means it's really good. Yeah, really good. Especially if you're referring to food. Mm-hmm. That pizza is bussin'. Bussin', and then how hard you hit the B is how good it really is. Right. Bussin'. Yeah. Yeah. There All right. You go. Ashley, uh, will Alexis, our generalist, know bussin', yay or nay? Or that, I'm sorry, that's good. She has to say that I'm is good. I'm say yay, just because I'm hoping she's got kids. Bye. I'm, 
gonna say teenagers at this point. <laughs> I'm gonna say yay on this one too. Right. She's a claim adjuster. She's in the office chatting. She knows the lingo. Yeah, I never use it, but I know what it is. So <laughs> okay, so yay on that is good. Here we go. B two. It's on point. It's on fleek. <laughs> but it's good. That's correct. Yeah. See, she knew all the slang to go with bussing. I know. It just rolls right? off her tongue. <laughs> yeah. On fleek. Yeah. Please, did you tell her never to say that again? I didn't. No. Right. <laughs> People did stop saying fleek, though. Thank God. Thank God. It went crazy. All right, Ashley, you're up 2-0. Sean, let's get on the board, brother man. Here we go. C1. In what 80s teen romance movie would you find the character Jake Ryan? All right, Nikki D, in what 80s teen romance movie would you find the character Jake Ryan? A Gen X question. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Wow. How'd you know that? I don't. Yeah, I know. Is that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to try again? Breakfast at I'll give you. I'll give you 15 more guesses. Oh, 16 candles. Oh, go. we're going to pick up on it. And the car he drove, Jesus, what was that? And the car he drove was? A Beetle. No. 944 Cherry Red Porsche. All right, 16 candles, Sean. That's what we're looking for, yay or nay. Will our generalist Alexis know 16 candles? That's a tough one. I, you know what? I think she'll know it. And, Sean, I do not think she's going to know 16 candles. I think she's going to guess just like I did. All right. One of y'all are right. You know what? I'm going to go with you, Nikki D. Whoa. All right. <laughs> so, so nay on 16 candles, correct? I'm going to say nay. All right. Let's find out. C2. I don't watch a lot of movies. Uh, Teen Wolf? 16 candles. Yeah. See, Sean? Good idea to go with me. Yes, yes. 16 candles was boof. Uh-huh. Yeah, weirdest name for a chick in a movie ever. Uh, all right, Sean, you're on the board with one, and whatever that noise is in the background, if we could make that go away quickly. She might be getting into a car accident. Sounds like you're fighting a monster. Uh, Ashley, the board is yours. Here we go, D1. This short-lived MP3 player was Microsoft's answer to the iPod. A millennial question, Nikki D. This short-lived MP3 player was Microsoft's answer to the iPod. Freaking cannot remember. Oh gosh, was it called a Nano or something? No, that was the iPod Nano. Dang. Yeah. Um, iPod, iPad. Oh goodness, I can't. I can't think of what another one was called. You're stuck in the ecosystem because those are all Apple products. You just I mentioned. know what they are. I'm trying to think of what the other one is. Oh, got it. If you can, if you can go all the way to the end and think of that tune, you might know. All the way to the end and think That's of good. a tune. Go all the way to the end of the alphabet and think of the tune. Z. Okay. And a tune. Dang. Zoom yeah. is what we're looking oh, for. I never heard of it. I mean, that's the best I could do with a clue, literally spelling it out for you. Right. All right, uh, Ashley, we're looking for Zoom. Uh, yay or nay on Zoom? Oh, that's a nay. <laughs> I'm definitely going to say nay. I've never even heard of Zoom. Oh, I still think I have mine. Did you buy one? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh. yeah. I was trying to be different. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zoom. Nay on Zoom. D2. Um, hmm. Is it the Nano? This was the Zune. Never heard of it. Yeah. See, no one's heard of that. <laughs> no one's heard of that. Dirty Ginger. 
Sean, you gotta you gotta get this in order to stay in the game. If you get it incorrect, this will go to Ashley, and she will win. Generally speaking, and the tickets to see Sammy Hagar. Okay. Okay. All right. Big question here. E one. Tartar sauce was the real name of this upset feline that became a meme and eventually the face of Friskies before passing away in 2019. Tartar sauce was the real name of this upset feline, Nikki D, that became a meme and eventually the face of Friskies before passing away in 2019. Respect. Um, Millennial question. Meow cat? No. Unfortunately, oh my God. <laughs> listen, it's not even her turn. She's already said it, but I had to turn her down because she's the car that's making all the noise. She gave you the answer and you didn't even hear it. No, I didn't hear it because you turned her down. It's what you are today. Oh, yeah. Um, Angry? Yeah, different word. Um, You're not great. You're angry. I'm an angry girl. There you go. Angry girl. <laughs> Angry girl cat is what we're looking for. Grumpy cat. Oh, grumpy cat. Grumpy's Angry elf. Yeah, angry elf cat. Uh, yay or nay on grumpy cat, Sean? Well, I, I don't think I've ever heard of this one. I think I might have, but I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say nay as well, Sean. I definitely have not heard of this. Um, somehow she probably will have, though, but I'm going to still say nay. <laughs> All right. Are we sure? This is big. You don't get it right, you lose. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stay with Nay. Nay on Grumpy Cat. Here we go. Let's find out. E2. Grumpy Cat? Oh. Grumpy Cat is correct. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sean, we love you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Try again uh, tomorrow or all this week. We got tickets, all right? Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you. Ashley, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sammy Hagar, Toyota Amphitheater, August 16th next year. It's going to be with Michael Anthony, Joe Satriani, Jason Bonham, special guest Loverboy, Best of All Worlds Tour. That's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. All right, Ashley, thank you for listening. Have a great week. I'm going to put you on hold. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. That was fun. Those are good questions. Yes. I just loved hearing her go, this grumpy cat. Like, she was all over it. You didn't get any of these right, did you, Nikki? Um, I got a few of them right, I think. A few? Today was hard. Today was hard. Name, I don't know you got, where you got these questions from. You got one right. Where do you get them from? Life? <laughs> right. I've never heard any James of James Bond, no. Uh, you got the bussin'. 16 Candles, no. I got it with the clue. With the clue. That's still okay, no. Okay, but that doesn't, you don't get the Zoom, points. no. Grumpy Cat, no. You got one right. Bussin'. Not a chance you would have got the next one either. <laughs> No way. No way. No way. Not even close. Uh-uh. No. I think you designed these questions that I wouldn't get them right today, Nielsen. What would be, give me a question that you would get right. <laughs> like, tell I've been me doing s- really well in this game the last few weeks. Thank you very much. I've t- been getting most of them right. Tell me something that you know that makes you feel like you're smart. I know a lot of things. Okay, just give me one thing. Give me one thing that you know. I know that a female praying mantis, once she mates with her mate, she eats them. Okay, there you go. Maybe next week, Nelson. Oh, we're not here next week. How does that fit into generally speaking? Because it's a trivia question. That would be like a Jeopardy Jeff. That's a you don't know Jeff question. Yeah. That's trivia. What are you saying right now? What about what you just said is specific to a boomer generation? He asked me what I know, okay? I told him. Don't start getting That's specific fair. with me. Is that your go-to? Like if you're at a dinner party and everybody's kind of 
<laughs> shooting, you know, the you know what, and you're like, hey, by the way, did you guys know? <laughs> Is that your fast fact? Like they're they're sitting there talking about what stocks to buy, and she's like, uh, so what was the name of that company? Mantis. Okay. Oh. So did you know that the praying mantis once they mate, they eat the other one? <laughs> Up three points, really. <laughs> Oh Fascinating. Definitely a conversation <laughs> to be had. People find it interesting. My Where portfolio is. You want to know about my portfolio? My, yeah, my portfolio is okay to good. It's in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but don't forget about the eating thing. Yeah, right. That's big. It could help you. I don't know if like they might. That's the stock is. Talking about? They, they might go down. They might eat each other. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know Dow, but I knew a Mr. Jones. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I do know Mr. Jones. Been in New York, oh, not this Wall Street. Very much. But I have windows to the wall. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> sweat did drip down. <laughs> okay. your, your armpit balls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got a lot of thanks to give out and a nice uh, recap uh, after Friday's extremely successful event. So uh, we'd like to take some time and do that here next. Hang on. If you are still looking for opportunities this holiday season to donate and make some kids' lives just that much better for Christmas, Delivering Christmas is happening now. There are a ton of locations where you Maybe your company can drop off new unwrapped toys, and you can do that at any Kiki's Chicken Place in the greater Sacramento area. Uh, They're accepting all those donations. You can get all these details on our website, krxq.net. But, you know, it feels good. You know, we saw that on Friday Mm -hmm. with the BS Saves Christmas. And uh, kind of if you've been listening since, you know, we started the show. You're going to hear a little, little bit of a repeat, but uh, I got to tell you, I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> I just didn't see it coming. I, and, and I say that in a good way. You know, the expectations from everyone for Friday's event at Four Score Coffee House for uh, to benefit Lost But Not Forgotten was to fill up a large box. Mm-hmm. And I always get nervous when uh, this show We'll do those things. I mean, this was like really our first big time doing that since we've been here in, in Sacramento. You know, I just didn't know what to expect, but I'm a, a high risk, high reward guy. And I felt, you know, time was right and whatever we got would uh, be beneficial to Lost But Not Forgotten. And it would sound good and, uh, and and we could help out in any way possible. Well, we filled six trucks. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that box was filled. It was an entire back room that was filled up. Yeah, that box was filled by like six fifteen, uh-huh. and we go on the air at six. There were people waiting for us to start at five thirty. There was mm-hmm. a line outside, uh, and and I I can't tell you how great that made me feel. And and again, the comparison that I've used, and I said it earlier, is uh, you know when you start a new radio show in a in a city, right? You you have to kind of dumb down your expectations. Mm-hmm. And I've done events where, you know, four people have showed up and I've done events where thousands of people have showed up, shown up. And this event on Friday was uh, an event that was put on 
by the likes of a show that's been in the market for five to ten years. Right. And we have not been yes. <laughs> at all. Not even close. And the, and, the, and the positive feedback just on the show was great. I mean, like, this is our job. Like, we're nobody special. Mm-hmm. We just happen to have a job that talks behind a microphone. Uh, and it's nice to get, you know, positive feedback, constructive criticism from your audience. You know, I, I tell people all the time in this business, especially younger people, we're the customer service business. That's what radio is. Yes. We work for you. You know, that's all we do. We sit here every day for four hours. We do our best to work for you. And it's always fun to meet listeners and, and see that they're participating in the show. Because we had one listener, Alex, who brought me a Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> that topped everything off for me when he did that. Because I was like, wait a minute, what? And he's like, yeah, I brought this for you, Nikki D. I'm like, what brought me That was Christmas the dude tree? that, that worked. <laughs> he, like, works with some, like, organization that's got satellites that talks to aliens. Or yeah. <laughs> and wild. You know, because then we get to hear these stories of what you do. Mm-hmm. And and that's great. So uh, it, it was just really, I mean, I, I, in almost 30 years of doing this, I, I've never seen anything like what Friday was. It's one of the most emotional events that I was a part of, for sure. Even when we had a listener tell her story of it being near and dear to her heart because she grew up in this type of situation where she was in foster care. And this is how she got her Christmas delivered to her every year. That was another moment where my eyes are tearing up and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. I heard people were calling it magical. <laughs> they were they one were. person in particular. Neff 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 was big on the magical, uh, <laughs> and he had Bailey's mom follow suit. Yeah, right. Then my mom followed with a text as she was watching the broadcast with our with our viewers, uh-huh. which it was not streamed. No, nope. uh, but uh, she was watching with our viewers. So. <laughs> Let's give out some thanks, uh, first and foremost, to uh, our promotions department. This is in no specific order, but our promotions department, Megan and Joe Broad, just knocked it out of the park. You guys were phenomenal. Uh, Our engineer, uh, Beanie John, Mm -hmm. uh, just a a great job. Nelson back here, you two together. The the show sounded phenomenal. Uh, Our boss, Aaron, and uh, um, Rich Ripley in our sales department. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming he represented all the sales department out there, so we appreciate that. Mickey, our midday rock star, for stopping out and showing the support. Uh, Mayor Bruce, uh, Mayor of Roseville, was out there. The first responders, the fire, the law enforcement that mm-hmm. stopped out. Uh, the numerous local businesses. I was blown away. It's always interesting, you know, when you're talking to your audience, you don't always know what they do for a living. Right. But, I mean, we had people nonstop for over four hours coming into Fourscore Coffee House that owned local businesses, that worked at big businesses, uh, and I was just like, had no idea that we had so much juice mm-hmm. listening to this show. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. TLC Medical Transportation, Luke, for bringing Zeke out. Yeah, he was way cool. I wish I would have gotten a, a chat with him for a second, but he seemed like a really nice guy. Uh, yeah, so we could give Zeke his, his Christmas prize mm-hmm. of the PlayStation, which... I heard him say, anytime you need anything, to just let him know. And in turn came from uh, Tupier Jose, who owns Epon Superstore in South Georgia. So he helped me out there. Uh, friends at Big Green Egg, Wolfgang Van Halen for the signed guitar. Which, that's no small get, by the way. The guitar? No, the uh, the PlayStation. For you, to, for you to be able to even arrange that is difficult, even now, this many years into it being out. Well, I did not. Santa did. Well, San- fair. Santa and Jose did. Santa and Jose did. Mm. Uh, Shine Down for sending the stuff out, the signed posters, good guys heating and air, not only for giving us the system rejuvenation, but stopping out there and, and participating in the event. 
Uh, enjoy health and aesthetics. Uh, four score coffee house, of course, Luke. I mean, we couldn't have done it without you. Uh, and then last but not least, lost but not forgotten, which is the organization that benefited from Friday's broadcast and Kevin and Lenny. I went out there on Saturday to see everything. Like, so like we were the last stop for them. Uh-huh. And then all the, the stuff went to, you know, they had to wrap it. So Saturday was their big wrapping day, and it was at some school, I think, in Rockland. And I went out there, and it was this big production. The entire cafeteria, all those, like, long middle school lunch tables, uh-huh. you know, those, like, plastic, they're just filled with stuff, and all these kids were wrapping the, the prizes. I got to meet Lenny's grandson, who was the son of his father passed in the, the plane accident with uh, Travis Barker and DJ AM. That dude's like a rock star. He lives in L.A. He goes to the special school. He goes to school with like LeBron's kid and Kevin Hart's kid. Really? Yeah, he he was he he carries himself very well, very very cool. So I mean, and we have to thank uh, Mr. and Mrs. Santa. Claus oh yeah, for the clauses. Mm-hmm. The clauses. I can't remember the company who they. That is a fairy godmother. Fairy godmothers, yes. We yeah, fairy them. godmother. So. And Lenny just sent me a text. She wants to say, uh, you guys are all amazing. Roseville is lucky to have you, your enthusiasm, and your joy. Thank you so much for everything that you do. So here's the other thing. You're welcome, Lenny. Thank you. Here's, the, uh, here's another odd thing is that the one thing that I got over and over again was people were telling, like, have you guys not had a morning show that does this kind of stuff? Like, that blew me away that you wouldn't have a local morning show that wouldn't do these types of things. Now, I don't do it for a pat on the back. Actually, I, I, can't, I, I, don't, I don't do well with compliments. Can't even reach. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. But it was like, uh, it was this overwhelming gratitude of being able to listen to a, a show and then go talk to them and 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 do stuff good. Uh-huh. Like I'm like, doesn't everybody do this kind of stuff? Yeah, it's like classic. It's radio 101. <laughs> it blew me away. We should have been competing with six other radio morning shows doing something similar. That's that's what I'm thinking too. Yes. So I guess not. So I guess that's our. I mean, it's going to happen again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get used to it. But uh, it was cool, man. Coffee was good. The food was good. The people were great. You know, I mean, I don't know what to say about it. No, it was very hospitable. Everything was amazing. One of the best events that I've been a part of. So I just appreciate everybody who came out and gave back and thought about those kids. You did a good job, Nikki. I just did my job. Kyle? <laughs> so humble. Couldn't have done it without him. Look at him over there. Not even listening. That's how good he is. He doesn't even have Focus. to pay attention. Look at that. Doesn't even know I'm talking to him. Giving him a compliment. Has no idea. He's That's how good hard. that Kyle guy is. <laughs> Look at him. There he, he is. He knows. You know. Yeah. Right? He knows. He's he shaking knows. his head now. There, there's this. He does, he's, not, he's not listening. He just Maybe looks his at, feet is delayed. He looks at me and knows uh-huh. that it's good. It's good. That's good. All right. Again, thank you very much. Uh, there will be numerous social media posts recapping the event. Some have already gone up there uh, on our social at Listen to the BS. So maybe you'll see your picture and maybe you'll see some video. So I've got I've got entire folder filled with stuff. From my social media girl that just I've had periodically I'm putting out. So, all right, third round of uh, Gabby, by the way. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who the sports world lost and what type of record a kid in Cali broke. All right, let's get learned. Two big stories from today. Get you that here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. 
One thing you can't say about me, Nikki D, is when I'm put in my place, I know it. You do. Nelson, that was very good of you. Just put me in my place during the break. I said before, you know, we go on vacation and Nikki goes back uh, to Atlanta and Nelson goes back to Nebraska. I'm staying here. I'd like to take both of y'all out to dinner on Friday night to show my appreciation and thank you before the holidays since I won't see you for a couple weeks. And Nikki's in, no problem. Nelson's driving back and uh, I'm trying to work around his schedule. And I said, Mm -hmm. you don't want to leave right after the show. You're going to be sleepy. I said, why don't we do a blue plate special dinner, do a little early bird. And then you have a full tummy, and then you could drive right through or drive. And he says, well, I'll just drive right through. I have no problem doing 20 hours. Yeah, that's what he said. I said, uh, I said that's not healthy. And he responds with, what is it that I do is healthy? Touche. You said, bowed out gracefully. You, sir, are correct, right. mm-hmm. and I am wrong. <laughs> when right. he's right, he's right. Third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530, good air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. All right, Nikki D. An ex-NFL player has passed way young, age five. Yeah, Kenley Wycheck's family says the former Titans tight end died yesterday after taking a fall and hitting his head in his Chattanooga home. He was found unresponsive later that afternoon. Former Houston's Oilers slash Tennessee Titans tight end Frank Wycheck died Saturday. He was only 52 years old. Now, they said that he slipped and fell, hit his head. We're not sure what happened after that or how long he was there before somebody found him. But unfortunately, he did pass away. Um, During his career, though, he was voted to the Pro Bowl three times. Well, he's mainly known for the Music City Miracle, which got the Titans into the Super Bowl only to lose to which would be what the greatest show on turf right that was the Rams at the time right and uh, the Music City Miracle was the the lateral play where they got the kickoff and Wycheck throws the the ball to Dyson mm-hmm. and Dyson runs up the sideline oh, right. and scores i mean that's what Wycheck is is known for i mean he was a decent tight end don't get me wrong but that's i mean that play is mm-hmm. you know if you if you were to google top 20, even maybe 10 moments in NFL history, that's one of them. Sure. Without a doubt. So, and it's very sad. He was young. Would you say 52? Yes, 52. 52. And mm. the shady details on how he passed, he fell. It's just that a slip and fall. He just slipped and fell. I wonder if he was in the bathroom, though. Some A lot of people slip and fall in the bathroom. I wonder where else in this house he could have just fell and bumped his head. Well, it, you know, you see this every so often is, you know, something simple and you fall, hit your head. And, and well, it's what happened to Bob Saget. Right. Allegedly. He hit, yeah. Right. He hit his head and then he didn't realize the damage was as bad as it was. And then he laid down and didn't wake back up. I had a, uh, you know, my house back in Georgia had a crawl, you know, we had crawl spaces, you know, in the basement and all and so the houses are. And then under one of my crawl spaces, there's an overhang and it was a stucco house, which was kind of odd for, for that area. And I always would forget that that overhang was there. Mm-hmm. And I was changing out the air filter in, in, in the HVAC unit. And I come out and I just popped up. I mean, literally popped up as soon as I got out of the crawl space door, nailed my head on the thing and was wobbly afterwards. Right. Did you go get it checked out? No. Shook it off like a man. Oh, see, that's that's the dangerous part. You don't know when you're doing too much or overreacting or when you're not doing enough when it comes to hitting your head. My My point is, is like, you know. That's the stuff that kills you. It can mm-hmm. happen. Silly stuff like that. Laid down and been out of here. Yeah, very, very sad. All right, second story. A California teen has made history, age six. 
In his South Valley, an impressive young law clerk is making history in Tulare County. A 17-year-old boy by the name of Peter Park has just became the youngest to Spider pass the California bar exam. Spider-Man. Huh? Spider well, I guess his name's Peter Park. Is that Spider-Man? Well, er. Peter oh, Parker. Okay. Parker. That's okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, I didn't know if he was related. Peter that's what Park. you thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Did you think that that's what his name was? Was Peter Parker? No, that's what I mean. You asked us if Peter Park was Spider Man's name because I didn't think it was Peter Park. No, that's his friend. He's half Spider. Oh, whatever. Four years ago, at the age of 13, he started high school and simultaneously enrolled in a four-year program at Northwestern California University School of Law. He said he inspires to become a prosecutor because he's driven by moral obligation. And as, as of 18 right now, he is now an actual working district attorney. And when he hits 30, he'll realize how much money he's missed out on and will become a defense attorney. Uh, yes. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's what they all do. That's true. Uh -huh. Normally, every defense attorney was once a prosecutor right. and then realized how much money, how much more money they can make, make defending the bad guys and spinning the story with the smoke and mirrors. Allegedly bad guys. He, he's how old? He's 18 now. 17 when he passed the bar. Graduate college and all. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Done it all at the same time. But there's there's apparently pros and cons when you're this young and prodigies like this because there's another story that's being linked to this one of this uh guy in china who was a prodigy at the age of 10 he had his phd in applied mathematics at 16 and now 28 years old he sits around on a couch his parents take care of him and he blames them for not having a childhood right well i was a prodigy i graduated at 17 most kids are doing 18 that is not a prodigy well it just means your birthday feel different really all these years mm. yeah <laughs> lied to yeah thought i was a prodigy you're <laughs> definitely not <laughs> I did skip, I think, fourth grade. Oh. Prodigy. That's prodigy stuff. That's prodigy. I was smacking my bitch up. One in fourth grade? grade? <laughs> Makes you a prodigy? Huh? Well, I that's what I was told. Oh. From another prodigy. Were you guys joking about something? The prodigy. The prodigy. Yeah. Smacking my bitch up. Uh -huh. That's right. Doogie Hauser was a prodigy. Mm -hmm. He was fake. Bite your tongue. Right. Doogie Hauser was not fake. Doogie right. Hauser was fake. He had like three seasons of real. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You won't get me with that one. I know who that is. And, and then he tried to help Ted Mosley meet his mother. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> one, one out of every hundred per show she gets and gives us yes. the giggle. Uh -huh. <laughs> She's so proud of herself. I come to work every day just for that one time. <laughs> Knowing that you in the car are probably screaming. As <laughs> <laughs> long as I got it. All right. Today might be a bad day. I just want to give you a heads up in case you encounter this. If you are in a relationship, whether good or bad, today is the day. And I'm not going to tell you until we get back, but <laughs> I just want you to be on either your best behavior, on your toes, have your, your radar open, <laughs> because for some reason today's the day. It all could go away. <laughs> Imagine that. All right, give us a minute. Hang on. That is the name of the show. It is. Mm -hmm. If uh, you want to fly to Nashville and see Disturbed a couple different nights, uh, we have a one more opportunity this morning. We've already done the flyway once. Now we'll do it again. This gets you registered, but right out of the gates, you get a 98 Rock prize pack. So we got the final hour of the programs, most likely. Well, it is. It's coming up soon.
spoiler alert. Ooh, sorry. Didn't mean to take the fun out of the game. And it's all it is is caller 18 when you hear Draymond. It was... Uh, 916-909-0985. Just a heads up. That's all. Just a heads up. Hey, good morning. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson and Kyle on the other side of the glass. Today could possibly be a bad day for you. It is uh, breakup day. This is the top day of the year mm. for breakups. Mm. You want to guess why? Why? No, I can't guess why because it's around the holidays. Yeah. You so don't... people probably don't want to buy a gift because they're cheap. It's got to be it right there. I'm really glad you followed that up with a reason because I asked you, do you want to know why? And you asked why? Well, I gave you a reason. Yeah, now you gave me a reason. Right. She's out of focus there. She's so pissed off at her oh sister. Oh, my God, right. She is, her, she is mental. We got to mentally train Nikki D to take that bad stuff and use it for positive energy. Mm-hmm. Use it for good. Your sister is so in your head right now. And your apartment situation is so in your head. You are letting it consume you. No, I'm not. You are, yeah, oh, yes, you are. You are str- You are stronger, and gosh darn it, people like you. Can you give me a motivational speech? I am. <laughs> I just, like your motivational just, speech. Okay, just for, uh, hold on, breakup day. Just here's the thing. All right. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I want you to picture right now. Can okay, I get I'm picturing you, Oh, I got it. All right. I want you to picture Nelson's close-up face selfie on Instagram. I'm picturing it. I'm picturing it. All right. Okay. Sometimes birds can't fly, but that doesn't mean they don't have wings. Hashtag no filter. (laughs) Blood may be thicker than water, but I like milkshakes. I do too. I do too. See? I do too. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So the sun didn't come out today. That doesn't mean I still can't own an umbrella. You want me to swim? I don't need water wings. I'll float. Oh, I like that. I don't know what that means, but it sounded good. That means it doesn't matter what life throws at you, you're going to keep your head above the water. You won't drown. You won't drown. I could have totally been one of those whale poster writer guys. You could have. I I know you all think I wrote these down, so I really didn't. He He just said this all on the fly. All right, so he has a breakup paper. In can front I of can him. I get you back? Can can I'm we back. talk about breakups? That was great. Okay, good. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. I'm mm. feeling motivated. My head is above water. We're gonna have to do this every day this week. You know, probably. This. Yeah. I, I'm, and I'm probably gonna have to write some down because <laughs> she's she's not she's 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 checking out on me. Yes, this sister. I'm gonna have to get on the phone with her sister. We need your mom. I know we're gonna get your mom on today. We'll get your mom on tomorrow. Okay. All right. God, I would love to get this sister on. Well, you wouldn't, because she's definitely going to have you pressing a dump button. Well, we couldn't get her on anyway, because she hasn't paid her cell phone. (laughs) That, too. (laughs) (laughs) Just like she hasn't paid Nick's Nick's apartment's rent or power, water. (laughs) Nothing. All right, so today, yes, uh, what you just said about being uh, the big breakup day uh, the experts think there are a few different reasons for it. The holidays are stressful. Mm-hmm. And and I used to be this guy. I'll tell you this. When I was single, I would put whoever I was dating into perspective right before the holidays because I didn't have that much money. And I didn't know if I wanted to waste it on a prize for this girl mm. if I wasn't going to be with her after the holidays. And I think that's the big thing. So, like so I said, you have broken up with a girl right before Christmas, so you wouldn't have to get her a gift. Yes, I have more than once. Yes, I have. Dang, I yes. don't know anybody that's done that, or maybe they didn't admit it. I, and I know it sounds shallow, but hear me out. It, it it's an investment. Relationships are an investment. Okay, <laughs> so do I want to? And I mean, 
Well, like I, I'm talking about when I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. all right? And I, I don't have anything. So do I really want to go to the kiosk and stretch out uh, 12 inches of gold rope chain and pay $20 for this mm-hmm. girl? Or would I rather take that $20 and go to the bar and get some beers with my buddies? I guess it will depend on how much you like the girl. Right. Like if you didn't like her that much, go right. get beers. Beers with the buddies at the bar. At 21, 22, 23, Purple baby. Absolutely. So the experts think there are a few reasons for it. The holidays are stressful. Um, you might be having second thoughts about the person and meeting their family. That's mm. a big thing for me. I do not take people to meet my family, almost right. ever. Uh, and a surprising number of us will break up just to get out of buying someone a gift. <laughs> Check me. Yeah. Turning the calendar also represents a fresh start for a lot of people. So you're like, okay, this has been a fun ride for the last couple months. But going into the new year, this is just isn't my bag. So is this only new relationships? What if you've been in one for some years and you decide, you know, let's go ahead and end it here? I, I can't answer that. For me, it was newer relationships. Okay. But this could be for, for anybody. Yeah. I, I do know, because I know a few divorce attorneys. Mm-hmm. Divorce attorneys will tell you that the biggest time of year for divorces isn't necessarily now, but at the beginning of the year, but they prep for it before Christmas. If they have kids, they want to make sure that they have a good Christmas to fa- to show face for the kids, mm-hmm. say face for the kids. But then come January 1, it's all court proceedings. Oh, that does yeah. make sense. So you want to have a united front yeah. and the kids to have their last family Christmas. Yeah. The day of the That's year. What we did. The day of the you, know, you and your ex-wife? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, she she moved out. Like the kids traditionally go to her parents' house for a week in December after Christmas Day, starting Christmas Day. Uh huh. And so they went there, and then she moved moved out. <laughs> so if today is the big breakup day, that's what we're talking about—the big breakup day. And this, by the way, uh, was dubbed breakup day back in two thousand eight. Someone analyzed Facebook status updates and found that a ton of people. <laughs> Break up exactly two weeks before Christmas. Wow. They also tend to be more breakups. Uh, there tend to be more breakups on Mondays in general. So it's like a back-to-back thing. Um, the day of the year you're least likely to get dumped is Christmas Day. So if you can right. make it in the next couple weeks mm-hmm. to Christmas Day. And you're in there. Yeah, you should be good for a stretch. That means he really likes you. Right, 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 right. Or she. Yeah. Uh, the poll found that also uh, some of us also avoid breakups this time of year, uh, so we're not alone for the holidays. But let me tell you this. If you're doing that, and, and, and if you are that person, I, this is the advice I would give to you. If you're in a relationship and you're not breaking up with them to not be alone for the holidays, it is worse, in my opinion, to be with somebody that you're not happy with and you're uncomfortable because you got a phony baloney the situation mm-hmm. Than it is to just cut it cold. Just go ahead and cut your losses and go about your business. Right, exactly. What I always say. There there was a, a girl in my 20s that I was dating, and I kind of dug her. I mean, she was cool. You know, I mean, it was it was good for, for, for the time, uh, but I didn't have any money. I mean, I did. I Maybe I had a couple dollars. I just wasn't going to buy her anything. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to, uh, the, this radio station was that had a, a big charity thing. And this was the Beanie Baby craze. Mm. And there was somebody that had dropped off a bunch a bunch of Beanie Babies. And they had given me some personally. Okay. okay. I didn't take them didn't from the charity. Them. I didn't steal them. <laughs> so to make this very, very clear, they had given uh, us like all a bag full of these Beanie Babies. 
And I was like, what the hell am I going to do with these things? I don't want these beanie babies. Oh, brilliant idea. What chick doesn't like a stuffed animal? Yep. So I especially gave, beanie babies. Huh? I said especially those beanie babies. At that time, they yeah. They were very popular. Huge. And if you don't know what the beanie babies were, they were made by Ty, mm-hmm. T-Y, a yep. little heart thing. And you see them in the Hallmark stores. And there are these, you know, maybe five, four to five inch yeah. little stuffed animals. And they had little, little beans in them, you know. And then they became this this craze, this collector's item. Thing. People thought they were going to retire on their Beanie Baby collection. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Like Star Wars figures or Hot yes. Wheels. So I took this bag. I'll never, I can see the bag right now. It was a red Christmas gift bag, and it was a, a, a matte red. It wasn't a shiny red. It was a matte, like an antique red mm-hmm. with a brown, like natural organic handle. And it had the Beanie Babies in there with white tissue paper that had sparkles on it. And I was like, all right, I'm just, bam, it's done. Like, I don't have to do anything. So I give it to this girl, and we ended up breaking up shortly after. Like, I think we broke up before Christmas anyway. (laughs) I later find out that I gave this girl, like, three Beanie Babies that were worth a good bit of money afterwards. Like thousands? The Princess Die was one of them. It was a purple Beanie Baby with a white rose on its chest. Yep. And then there were two other ones. I think one was like a rainbow one, and then there was another one. Definitely at the time, it was a, at least a couple hundred bucks. Ooh. And I'm sitting there going, you know how many beers of the boys that could have bought? So many. So I many. I wonder what she did with them, if she ever even realized that they were collector's items and worth some money. Well, because I was such a catch, what I heard was she put my face on them and then uh, yeah, right. injected needles into them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and cursed me, you know. You guys never had broken up with somebody before the uh, a big day to get out of either spending it with them because it was a holiday or because of money? No, never. No. I've been single most of my adult life anyway. And the only Shop. holiday that I had, like, breakup stuff happen was uh, me and my daughter's father broke up Valentine's Day. So that's it. And I don't really? celebrate Valentine's Day. Because of that? Yes. That's why you should never make a holiday a special or bad occasion. Yeah. You should never propose on a holiday. Nope. Because all good things must come to an end. I know mm-hmm. you don't want to hear that, but they do. Whether it's by choice or chance. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's good. It's going to come to an end. So the, whether you're with that person your entire life, you die, they're still alive, they still have to know that that day, mm-hmm. and when you're gone, they can't celebrate it with anybody else, bam, you screwed it up. Right. That's why you do it on a random day, like a Tuesday lunch or something like that. Well, it had to be on Valentine's Day because that's the day that he got busted because he had this lady steal all of the gifts that he got for me and this woman who he's now married to that he was cheating on me with. So I, me and the lady made an agreement because I kind of found out a few days before that this was going down. So on Valentine's Day, she promised me that when I opened up my stuff he gave me, she would tell me if it was all the stuff that she stole. <laughs> And Where'd she? Where'd they steal it from? She stole it from various places, the mall and other just <laughs> stores. I guess he took her to. There's, let me say, there's something to knowing that you're receiving stolen merchandise. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a weird feeling because I know my mother used to give me stolen merchandise. Mm-hmm. I'm, for, I, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know, when for Christmas, and you know, times are tough at this. You know, post second divorce, step stepfather, stepfather, and she's working at J.C. Penney, and she comes home with a shirt box with eight fossil watches oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> you know that's stolen yeah. right you just know that's stolen. there's something to be said about this receiving stolen merchandise because you didn't steal it 
Nope. Right? So it's okay. You're just benefiting from them stealing it. Yes. I wasn't even benefiting because what he did was he had her steal two of everything, a big one and a little one. And I got all the little ones, and this other woman got all the nice things that she stole, and I got the crap. What, what, like what kind of crap? Like I got this little small teddy bear, one oh. of those little like family dollar chocolate boxes, um, a off knockoff purse, stupid stuff. Oh, like a cooch. Imagine yeah. you have to steal your own gifts, and you have to steal your boyfriend's girlfriend's gifts. That's a double whammy. You know what I mean? That's a like, good one. We- so yeah. That's why I had to be on Valentine's Day. She married Day. him. Yeah, we, she did. You're scarred. I'm not scarred. That's what you said. Things you, that's happened in my you are life. Scarred. Yeah, we need to find you. We need, we need to get you off the ex-con dating apps. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on the ex-con God. dating app. She thought she had herself a ringleader. Yeah. <laughs> what dating app are you on, Nikki D? Cell block. <laughs> no, 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 no. Death row. That would be a good dating app. Death row. Yeah. <laughs> Date me for two weeks. Uh huh. Yeah. Provide me with my last meal. Last meal suggestions. And and let's let's zoom together. Yeah. (laughs) Nelson's not interested in any of this stuff. He just dates for a couple hours with these women. Mm -hmm. I'm the only romantic on the show. Yeah, but Nelson is a romantic at heart. He wants to hold hands in the mall. He just can't find anybody to do it. I just want to hold hands in the mall so bad. Yeah, but yet you don't you you you, you bang sloppies online. But because I just sloppies, have, sloppies. <laughs> don't say sloppies. You've heard of sloppy joes. He's at sloppy hoes. <laughs> wow, no, maybe no. I've seen the pictures of these girls. You haven't seen all of them. Thank God, I have. <laughs> Would you agree? She went sloppy. Sloppies. Not all of them. Uh-uh. One of them. Yeah. Two of them were not. The rest I, were. Yeah. There's. I mix it up. Yeah, two of them weren't. The rest were. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> you gotta, okay, I'm just not exclusively sloppy. Well, you got to mix up sloppy joes or they don't taste <laughs> good. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, is there one of these? Are there one of these online trudies that you're going to purchase uh, a Christmas present? No, for? ain't no Christmas presents. Same. Then it's not real. I know, because I haven't felt that spark. Are you still talking to one that's touched your penis? I'm talking. Yes. If they've touched your penis, you owe them a Christmas present. That's the rule. It's not he my rule. You can't afford it. No, yeah. If you can afford to have them touch a penis, you can have them. Can't I just give them more penis? <laughs> I have that. It's free. Yeah. It's dirty. <laughs> I wash it. Sometimes. I wash it. <laughs> Every now and then. If you're looking to get if you're, if you're looking to get Nelson anything for Christmas, <laughs> get him a front bidet. <laughs> If you are looking to break up with someone um, today, because today is the day, whether you knew this or not, and you need a little help, we're here. I'm available for rebounds. Nine once, yeah. I'm here to give some advice. <laughs> Nelson's here for rebounds, uh-huh. guy or girl, right? Mm-hmm. And Nikki will just be sad. I'm not going to be sad. I'm fine alone. She's angry. Angry. Yeah. I'm fine alone. You must be from the north. I thrive. I thrive better by myself. He's an angry elf. He's an angry. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang- Crazy town, huh? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. Takes me back to 2000, 2001. I was there at OzFest and they got booed off stage. I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
What are you putting them on the stage for? I was underage drinking in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, It's the BS. Good morning. What's your name? My name's Monique. Monique. How are you, Monique? I'm good. How are you? Good. you have a good weekend? Pardon? Did you, Monique, have a good weekend? Yes, I did. Okay. What is it? Like, when... Are you not used to talking to somebody, like, just having a conversation on the radio? Like, we had this problem earlier where I feel like I'm scaring people. I'm not scaring you, am I, Monique? No, it's just I'm driving. <laughs> Have you not talked to somebody while driving before? Is this your first time doing this? It's California, man. No, it's not. Okay, I'm just checking. A lot of hands free. Because I'm, I'm assuming you're calling for a reason, right? I, yes, okay. I really, really want this disturbed prize pack really bad. Okay, that's great. So that's us having sex. I need to be romanced. So before we lay together, I want a little foreplay. Like, how are you? How was your weekend? What are you doing? Okay. Anything interesting? Well, What's that? My weekend is still going because my weekend is actually Sunday, Monday. Why is that, Monique? Because I work Tuesday through Saturday. Doing what, Monique? Um, I work in an auto dismantler, and I'm doing vehicle purchasing. So I'll buy cars. You what? You buy cars? You buy cars? Yes, I buy cars. To dismantle? This, I, I'm not Yes, we also do programs for the state. Okay. Where we buy the vehicles that they retire. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah, you sound like you're into cars. You work on the cars. You ever redone a car carburetor before? Pardon? Yeah. Okay. Well, look. Here's the deal. You are caller 18, Monique. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm just joking. You're not. You're caller 17. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You're caller 18. You're caller 18. Oh my god. So you're excited about that? Oh my god, I am so so excited. Okay. What do you do when you're excited? Like, what kind of? Body language, kind of noises. How do, you, how do you get? How do you feel? Oh, yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> oh, from the South. Good. Okay. So here's the, here's the deal. I got a 98 Rock prize pack for you right out of the gate. So that's yours. Yours to keep, yours to take home, yours to re-gift, whatever you like to do with it. But your name is now in the hat with a very select few people here in Sacramento, in and around Sacramento, that are registered for the Disturbed Flyaway to Nashville, Tennessee, where you'll see the guys like two different nights. It's like three nights in Nashville. Cool? Oh, my God. That would be so freaking awesome. Okay. We're going to pick the winner in the 9 o'clock hour on Friday. So if you'd like to listen then, you might win. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want you to get too excited because you're driving, and this is a new thing for you. So I'm going to put you on hold so we can get information from you, okay? Thank you so much. You're welcome, Monique. Have a great day, and thank you for listening, okay? You too. Thank you. I listen to you guys all the time. We we appreciate that. You hang on. Very odd. (laughs) You know, we had that problem earlier. Like, people were just very... It's weird. Again, going back to the BS Saves Christmas, where people were telling me that it was odd that they had... You know, like the, their 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 morning show was out sure. doing stuff for charity, doing stuff for the community, talking to people, and, and and that was a big thing to a lot of people. And now conversations to actually communicate with other people it seems to be strange. Yeah, especially with how much people in this city and the surrounding area seem to know about radio. Yeah, very smart radio city. Yes. Very smart. Radio. So what am I missing? 
What is is everybody? I think it's a lot. We're running into a lot of the hands-free stuff, man. And no, people no, no, are no. on Bluetooth. No, and- no, no, not that. It, it, like I, I, I hear the COVID excuse a lot. Uh huh. Like it was just so bad here, and we we're on lockdown, and we just forgot what. Why is it your Why is it your high school coach, <laughs> Jaskus? It was just so bad going COVID in California. We just forgot how to communicate with everybody. I get that a lot. Uh huh. So is there like this PTSD years later <laughs> that you forget how to communicate with somebody and talk to them? Is that why nobody waves to each other when you when you're on the roads? I know what's up with that. Just give me a fi- the one finger, man. Oh, I get. I'm starting to get angry now. Oh, and my mission in life is to make at least, I'm going to start with Sacramento. I'm going to start with Roseville. Then I'm going to go to Rockland, uh-huh. and then I'm going to move into the city, and I'm going to get everybody in this in this lovely, beautiful city that I now call home uh, on the bandwagon of waving to other people on the road. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a Southern thing or what. You know, it's like, oh, don't bring your redneck ways over here. Right. But it's a, like it makes you feel good. You're connected to your fellow man. To say thank you. Now, I'm not talking about just out of nowhere, say hi to someone. I mean, you can if you want. But, like, if somebody lets you in, thank you. Oh, my God, right? How about just one time throw the hand up? I can see it through your back window. If somebody, if you're at a stop sign or a crosswalk and some, you know, you stop for somebody and they walk by, the person that's walking waves yep. and you wave. Yep. You both wave. Good. You go, hey, what's up? What's up? Thank you, man. Thumbs I'm acknowledging up. you. You're walking by. Don't worry. I'm not going to try and drive through you. Yeah. I will I, I will say this, mm. that because I'm a truck guy, us truck people, we wave at each other. Still do the one finger or what? We'll, we'll do what? There's some type of sign. Truck people, we 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 have a thing. Uh-huh. And, and, and Tesla people, I don't think you got a thing. That waving is annoying. Yeah. See, what she doesn't like it either. Annoying? And so we're, don't say that. We're on a run here before you join the show. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We were on a positive run until you brought your crappy I was attitude. Getting here. information. I just heard y'all talking about people waving in cars, and that drives me nuts. Yeah, but like, are you don't talking drive about around a, waving at me? An aggressive wave Jeez. or a friendly wave? Don't. No, it's the people pass by. Like, hi. Like, I don't know you. Why are you waving at me? Throw your hand Nelson. up if you cut somebody off. Or yeah. Like you just cut. Out of boy. I will wait until headlines to talk to you people. You don't appreciate my voice. I, you two. That's what I mean. The two of you people. I'm talking to you. Here's the thing. I I want to. I want to preface what I'm about to say with this. I love you. (laughs) You do. I love you a lot. But you're going through some stuff. And and I think I speak for both of us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's Nelson and I. We're here for you. Uh, yes. Okay. And we will deal together as a family. I mean, what? You had something stuck up in you, mm-hmm. right? You had the I did. I I I U D. I E D. I U D. You had it right. I U D. I U D. But they found it. They did. Yeah. They took it out, and I got a new one. They brought in a navy. And you got a, you got that thing out. I did. I kept it. <laughs> I've got the tongs on it. Oh, what did they say? Sink, sink. No. That's all right. Dive, dive. Oh, dive, <laughs> sink, dive, dive, dive. <laughs> so they got that out, and it hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did hurt. And can I tell you something? Because we're sympathetic, right? Mm-hmm. I feel what you feel. You feel what I feel. Oh, really? Oh. When they pulled it out, I. 
<laughs> did you hurt when they gave me the shot too? Immensely. In my uterus. Mm-hmm. In my uterus. Never got a shot in my in, uterus before. Me, ni- me neither. In our uterus. In our. <laughs> you can't spell uterus without <laughs> our us. Yeah. yeah. Us. us. <laughs> That's actually accurate yeah. for once. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Now we got the, the, the lumps and the boobs, which we'll talk about at another time. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. We got the lumps in the armpits. Your right. lumps are my lumps. Mm-hmm. Your balls are my balls. <laughs> right. We share a set of balls. My balls are yours, and yours are mine. <laughs> and the stuff that's happening with your sister right now is putting you in a grumpy pants mood. <laughs> it's affecting the Nikki D that we love. With that being said, uh-huh. we love you. And Thank we're you. here for you. Mm-hmm. But we need you. Snap out of it. Stop being so negative. I'm not being negative. You, you just rolled up on a very positive yeah. conversation. driving around waving all day. Yeah, yeah. What is what is happier than that? Like, hey, how's it? You literally Bus were. Bus drivers do that. You literally were in the other room, did not hear any of that conversation. I didn't. You walked in and all as you heard was wave. Yeah. And you go, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. You know who waves? My sister waves. Out here waving instead of paying rent. (laughs) Wave at your fave. Why don't you pay to play? (laughs) That's good, actually. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Well, fine. Go back to whatever y'all were talking about. Well, Nelson, you and I on the count of three, Mm -hmm. let's wave at Nikki. Three, two, one. (laughs) Uh, uh, it's fine. We're not in cars. Uh, I'll wave back. Let's pretend we're in cars. Pretend we're in cars. You're childish for that. Hey, put your blinker on. <laughs> so childish for that. <laughs> oh, 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 just re-ended it. Uh-oh. But still wave. Hi. Hi. It's fine. I'm not waving back. All right. Well, do your thing. You do you right now. We'll get your fourth and final round of positive headlines. And I can tell you what organization is filing bankruptcy. That's positive. Don't know if that's positive. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what award show can't find a host. There we go. All positive either. This is. We're going to change headlines to extremely bad headlines. (laughs) (laughs) Everything bad in the world reported by the one and the only negative D. I would love to do nice stories that feel good. Because of your attitude, the good thing is, is when you go to the doctor, you would think all your tests would come back negative. Like, you. <laughs> <laughs> and they will soon. Don't worry. Got to get a few more tests done before the negative results come. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. <laughs> Any last minute calls, comments, concerns, anything on the text machine? 916-909-0985. Get you that here in a minute. Stand by for news. And fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. What you got? The Catholic Church is going bankrupt. 8 7. Bishop Jaime Soto says the Diocese of Sacramento will file for bankruptcy by March of next year. The Roman Catholic Diocese of Sacramento just announced that they are filing for bankruptcy protection because they are 
dozens, 250 lawsuits to be exact, that are alleging sexual abuse by clergy and other church staff. And Bishop Jamie Soto, who's over it, says after much prayer and careful consideration, it is now clear to me that this is the only way available to resolve the issue and get the victim survivor, the victim and survivors compensation. Oh, uh, as a Catholic, I think that's crap. Yeah. Absolute crap. The, the 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 church has enough money. Yeah. I mean, it, like, you, you, you made your bed, you got to sleep in it, dude. So you, why do you think they're filing bankruptcy? Uh, it's a game. It's a game, yeah. I mean, that's why most of the time people do file bankruptcy. But, I mean, all the tax breaks that churches get and all the money that they make, I mean, the land that they're on, I mean, they don't pay the same taxes that anybody else pays. At all. Yeah, they pay, it's tax-free. Yes. And, and and even I think you can get away with even if it's not a recognized religion, just as long as you prove that you have some type someone of someone follows it. Yes. Some type of. Yeah. You have a following. It's it's absurd. The breaks that they get and all that all the 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 child touching stuff that happened within the Catholic Church. Yeah, they're paying it out and rightfully so. And if you go bankrupt, then you know what? So be it bankrupt we're talking about the catholic church the catholic church will never go back this is this is as if walmart in sacramento all the walmarts in sacramento right this region they've decided to go bankrupt because they can't pay their bills are you telling me that walmart corporate isn't on the hook and and they the cover-ups with these people especially the old guard I mean, you should have thought of all this stuff. What did you think was going to happen? Right. Like when you cover something up for all these years because you don't want to be embarrassed or it doesn't happen with the, you know why it doesn't happen is because the old tradition of religion in general, especially the strict Catholic church of the, you know, everything is, you know, you, you know, sex is taboo and all these yep. things. You, you, you put everybody in the, you made everybody believe that natural human instincts didn't exist yes. and that they were sinful. Right, you were wrong for them. And you were wrong to do things that the human the human body, sorry to say this, the human body is more powerful than any religion. You know, now if you are a spiritual person, you know the human body was made by a higher, higher power. Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to react to what the human body does. Mm -hmm. And for you to put rules, and then every religion's got different rules, yes, which makes no sense at all. I read that story last night. And I was frustrated. I was like, that's such crap. I couldn't believe that they would even come out and say that. But are you guys saying like all the Catholic churches are connected? Because that's just like if my church absolutely bankruptcy, it's just yeah. that one church. So y'all saying all the Catholic churches. That's what, the, di that's what the diocese is. They're, yeah, okay. they're, they're connected right. to, which and then connected to the Vatican. The Va Nelson right. was giving me a breakdown. It was a little confusing. Yeah, the, again, the bishop is the general manager for the region. Okay. And then each individual Catholic church's priest is the store manager. Yeah. Okay. My, uh, the nun at my high school, she was the Walmart greeter. If we're putting them in terms. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody has a position. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, they, 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 yeah, the CEO is the Pope. Right. CEO is the Pope. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. He owns right. it all. Yes. I was a shopper. Oh, you were. Right. I, I was a shopper. Okay. You know, and I dig it, you know, I mean, you know, I didn't have to go through any of that stuff. And, but I remember, you know, my mother, my grandmother were, I mean, strict Catholics. You know, my mother got away from it, you know, the different dudes that she married because they were into different stuff. Mm -hmm. That seems to be a thing. But growing up, you know, my like my grandmother came from that strict. My mother went to a strict Catholic high school yep. in Maryland where they smack your, yes. your wrist with the rulers, you know, and that kind of stuff. Uh, so that was all passed down to me. And I'll never forget because I went to a Catholic private high school. 
and, I'm, and and religion was actually my favorite class. My religious teachers were awesome. Hmm. And the the sister, the nun that I had my freshman year, way cool. And then there was this Mr. Venucci guy who was like Don Johnson. He'd wear like the white linen pants and stuff. But they the way they taught it was like history class. And I love history. So you're learning, you know, because that's what religion really, you know, when you get down to it is, is where it came from, who practiced it, you yes. know, why uh, do you believe in it? What parts of the world do this? There are different religions that have an underlining meaning that all kind of connected, all that kind of stuff. And you try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. That was interesting to me. But then when people were telling me that I'm supposed to read the Bible literally, right, which makes zero sense. The earth is 6,000 years old. It, it, it just, it makes no sense at all to, to, to read that Bible literally, literally. Nope. nope. You know, that's when I bailed. And I remember telling my mom, I came home and I said, because uh, I had the Bible, I had a Bible in my hand. And I said, I was talking about religion class or something. And I go, you know what? This class has made me realize, you know, Catholic guys, what? That this is a bunch of stories. They're good stories. Yeah. They are. And there's a lot of to learn in this book. Yes. And that's how you're taught as a child, at least in, in my religion. They're Bible stories. You should you should read the Bible like college, not high school. Mm-hmm. And then what I mean by that is in high school, you have teachers. In college, you have professors. Right. In college, you're talked you're talked at, yes. you know, you're t- and, and in college, you learn from, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's just a different mentality. Anyway, I went on a tangent, but, you know, so filing bankruptcy, go ahead and file it all you want. I mean, you'll just get more money. That's kind of crazy. Right. Yeah. All right. Second story. The Golden Globes may be short on jokes like this one next year. H.A. It's a blueprint. And I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. There's three things you just do. These three things. Pay your taxes, mind your business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name. That was Eddie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Barbie and Ken will likely grace the stage at the Golden Globes next month, but the show's organizers have had a very hard time finding someone to actually host the event. They've asked uh, Chris Rock. They've asked... Puck Wong, they've asked Who? Will Arnett. Puck Wong? Puck Wong. Who's that? Um, I'm not sure. Asian hockey player? No, he's on a Netflix series, Beef. Oh, okay. Not familiar. With- uh, I know what Beef is. Yeah. Gotcha. And then they asked uh, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, who said they're never going to actually host this gig again. So right now they do not have a host, and it's supposed to take place January the 7th. Nobody wants to host it. Nope. It's, it's, it, now, the, the Golden Globes was... Was that last? That's when Will Smith hit Chris Rock, right? No, that no, was, was the Oscars. Oscars. That was the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Golden Globes are like done in the back room of a TJ Maxx. Are yes, they? right. It's it's that kind of low key. It's, yeah, that's why Amy Poehler. That's why they brought up Amy Poehler and, and what's her name? I just lost Tina Fey. It. Tina Fey, because they have done it several times, and they are probably the best two to do the Golden Globes. So why wouldn't they do it again? Because they're there's you can't you don't win. There's nothing to win. You never win those. Right. Yeah. I, would, I don't know why Kimmel keeps wanting to come back and do the Oscars. Like, uh, God bless him, I guess. The stage. Do they get paid for it? I mean, they must, but I can't imagine it. it's a lot. What Let if, me see. I think Eddie Murphy's going to host it. He that should. He's so, so funny. That I was, that was his clip I pulled. Yeah, he's, you know, his resurgence. Uh-huh. I could totally see him doing that. Not that he needs to. No. Uh, yeah. So where they have Barbie is, uh, for our movie side of things, has got nine total. And then you got Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon in there. That awesome movie that y'all didn't like. $15,000 to host the Oscars. That's it? That's it. Which is nothing. Yeah. Not for that headache. No. Succession. Succession. Mm-hmm. 
was the top nom for the Golden Globes, nine nominations. And that's that show on HBO, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be a hell of a show. Like, I just, like, I didn't hear anything about it until the last season, and then it seemed like everybody was talking about it. Yeah. It's got uh, Macaulay Culkin's kid brother in it. What is it about, you know? Succeeding. Yeah. Okay. There was there was a person and then another person succession. There's another show called The Bear. You want to guess? Oh, I already know what that is. About a bear. It's about a bear. No, it's about restaurant people. Oh. So Only Murders really in the Building is another one. You want to guess what that's about? Murders in a Building? Yeah. What about The Crown? That's about, like, Princess Diana. No. About Crown Royal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It took me a second to think when he said no. I'm like, what else could it be? Yeah. You give water out at the end. Drink responsibly. <laughs> the Last of Us also nommed uh, Fargo, Daisy Jones, and the Six. You know what that's about? Daisy Dukes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Six of them. Six of them. <laughs> Ted Lasso. Uh, a cowboy. Nope. A bear. No, that's the bear. Yeah, the bear's about Ted Lasso, and Ted right. Lasso's about right. the bear. <laughs> Very interesting play on words in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, delivering Christmas is happening now. There are tons of locations where you can drop off a new unwrapped toy. Again, uh, try to participate this holiday season with something. Just any little thing counts. Don't ever think that too little is not enough mm-hmm. uh, because that's not the case. You know, I was there the day after for Lost But Not Forgotten, saw where all the stuff from the BS Saves Christmas went, and <clears throat> got to talk to some of the families that have been recipients in the past. Uh, and it just, you know, well, you heard on the air Friday. I do. <clears throat> people that were in this situation at one time in their life. So a uh, little bit goes a long way. Uh, so deliver Christmas, a new unwrapped toy. You can drop those off at any Kiki's Chicken Place. Kiki's Chicken Place. In the greater Sacramento area, they're accepting all those donations. I still haven't tried Kiki's Chicken. I need to. Is that where your daughter almost got a gig? No, no, no. No. Oh. It was a waffle place. Oh. KRXQ.net for more details. All right. Uh, give us a like, share, follow on social at Listen to the BS. Our podcast, uh, get it whenever you want on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Very interesting guest this week, Sam Rosenberg. He's the uh, international security expert. So good. And we only had like 40 minutes with them. We got to get them back on. Yes. Yeah. All right. Nikki, you got anything? Don't wave at me. Don't wave at your fave. Right. Even though that's what you're supposed to wave at your fave. Not in your car. Well, then change your saying. Right. No, you wave at your fave when I see you out at events, not in the car. What if they're in the car, but you're at the event? So many. If they see me and I know that's why they're waving, fine, but don't just random wave. The people who wave, they be random. Do you have a list of these rules somewhere we can read them? Uh, no, probably the same list where your rules are kept. I have those rules kept safe and secret in my phone. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. With my rules. Yes. yes. With my life rules. Right. Yes, yeah. your life rules. All right. Nelson, you got anything? Yeah. On this uh, National Breakup Day, if you're looking to make any post-relationship mistakes, I'm available. There you go. He's your backup plan. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he's half clean. I'm <laughs> all clean. Sometimes. Sometimes. You're like the If leech. anything, I wash that if I know someone's coming over. You're like the leech of bleach. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God Nikki's with you to put the BL in front. <laughs> <laughs>
There's a oh, lot he's about of to good, throw up. A lot of good funny. Yeah, <laughs> a little race, a little dirty. Pretty funny. All right, Mickey's up next. Enjoy. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Yeah, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening, not anymore. The BS. If you can't